on this episode of the Buzzkill Podcast. I can't like saying beef, like say, hearing somebody say beef pizza in a <laughs> sentence. Oh, nice beef pizza! <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> You're listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. Episode 334. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast. Where last night we wanted to see saw, so we saw saw, and we unravel James the burning question of which X hits the spot better: Saw X, Jason X, or Fast X? <laughs> it's a, it's three, a lot to unpack. Three-way triple X. We should mash all three of those movies up and just call it triple X. Triple X. There's already a triple X. Yeah, I know, but we live for this shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In X gonna give it to you. X Ha-ha! gonna. <laughs> That's exhibit, you prick. Ow, ow, ow. Rest in peace, DMX. Pour oh, one yeah, out. Pour one out for your dead homie. I'm going to right on my right, computer. Right, oh, God. Oh, God. I'm no. gonna pour one out into my mouth. How about that? Mm. 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 What, was, what was DMX's like call sign? It was, DMX, the, it was, was, the, it, was it the ow, bark? Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> No, oh, 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 oh. In no. the, the, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I can always do the what pretty good. I had to, we thought, oh, we both we both peaked, and it was probably because of the oh yeah the exhibit eagle scream. <laughs> uh, we had to look that up because huh? we're, huh? Huh? What? Oh. Oh. What? <laughs> okay. Never mind. I forgot what I was going to say. You just peaked again. All right, what's up, y'all? Hi. What's Hi. up, dude? Hey, dude. How you doing? Uh, you know, okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm. I'm. If pretty, you're asking, I'm. I'm not yet. Oh. How are you? I'm good. All I'm right. Al- I'm also Jim. <laughs> I don't think we introduced ourselves. Uh, you know, it's funny. Our last episode, we were talking about how bad we were at that, and we are still bad at that. Yep. Yep. I don't think it'll ever get any better. That's what happens when you don't have any listeners. Yeah. You just, you just <laughs> stop to care. Yeah. Or stop caring. You stop to care. <laughs> you stop to care to even speak English properly. Sometimes oh, I just I stop to care. This is what happens when we're already like five beers deep from the middle of the day. You know? Yes. We did go We've... day we get, did go day drinking <laughs> today. Wait, what? what was that? Day drinking. Yes. What did I say? I don't know. You stumbled over your words. Did I say gay drinking? I think you did. Is that what you thought I said? <laughs> I mean, we did a little bit of that too. Yeah, we did plenty of um, that. we went and threw axes while drinking booze, which is always a very good uh combination. Yeah. Um yep. I'm surprised that it's legal. I don't understand how they can afford the insurance. Like, that is crazy to That's me. That's what the waivers are for. Sure, but still. I, I think if you get injured, it's your own it's your own shit, you know? That's crazy. You're, you deal with it. That's crazy. That's why we sign the waiver. That's you fine. sign your life away. So I could just go in there and... and, and... Hack somebody to bits. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh. There's a horror movie in there waiting to happen. <laughs> you, you knew this might happen. <laughs> Actually, it'd be cool if, like... Uh, <clears throat> Like a group, It'd be cool if someone did that. <laughs> no, like a group, like a horror movie, like a group of kids gets locked inside of a, inside of an axe throwing place <laughs> at night. There's a murderer, <laughs> and there's a murderer who's fucking awesome at throwing axes, and he just runs around throwing axes at people. But the but the only way they can defeat him is by actually having a uh, throwing competition with them, so they're yeah. not hacking each other. Right. 
they're having a friendly game of axe throwing. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick to Urban Dictionary. Yeah, yeah. Better yeah. ideas for that? Yep, yep, you're much better at that. Um, hi, uh, it's Saturday. Hey. It's not Friday, it's it Saturday. Is, yep. We tried to do this last night. We went, we went and saw Saw, so we wanted X. to see Saw. We saw, yeah, right. <laughs> Seesaw, seesaw. Don't do this again. Um, No, uh, we ended up not doing it last night. Had a little bit of a snafu. Uh, But we're here tonight for you people, and that's what matters. Whoever you are, are, all two of you. Yep. Yep. I think at this point we're rocking about two. Yeah. 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 (laughs) You and me. I don't even think Josh listens anymore. (laughs) I Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Um, But uh, how's your week been? Eh, Good, I think. You, You just said that you were really busy. And that's why you didn't listen to the last two episodes. So please, well, fill me in on, on the busyness. Well, the, the busyness is like normal, boring shit, like oh. dad stuff and husband so you're, stuff. You're, your kids are boring? Your family's boring? Would you like me to sit here and talk to you about <laughs> what I did this week with my family? Sure. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> it's a lot of gymnastics and dance and trunk or treats and, uh, you Boo. know, all that stuff. So Boo on trunk or treats. You're such a fucking fuddy-duddy. Wait I until am. you have kids and your kids want to go to their trunk or treat at their at their gymnastics I'm going to be like, no, you take your life in your hands and you go knock on the scary door and you see what happens. That's what we did when we were kids and that's what makes you a man. Listen. <laughs> that's all I can tell you. First of all, nobody's going to take advice from you on what <laughs> makes a man. Second of all... If I had had if I had had the opportunities when I was younger to not only go and get treats on Halloween but also to go to other events where I got more treats, yeah, I but, would go to those events. But you don't let your kids keep all the treats. Why don't I? Don't you? Don't you separate their candies out into my mouth sometimes? That's what I'm saying. Don't you steal like half of it? Yeah. <laughs> So that means oh, so, so now, that means so this more. Is the, this is where the truth comes out. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that's <laughs> it's got a, nothing to do with your kids getting candy. It's you get more. Well, that's candy. a given. Obviously, I steal a lot of the candy. I haven't this year. I've oh been, no, I've been pretty good about not eating a lot of candy this year so far. I'll break eventually. Yeah, I've not. The other day at work, I had um, four Reese's cups and a thing of Kit Kats for breakfast. So for breakfast, <laughs> that was wow. pretty much on my day. How the rest of your day go? That was fine. That's one of those days where if you like you, you start it and you're just like, well, I already started the day off with Twix Pretty and, much, or yeah. uh, Reese's and Kit Kat, so the whole day is fucked. I was uh, I was opening at work, so I had to be there at seven a.m. So I uh, went up and you know opened up or whatever, did the did my normal morning walk around, and in our office there was a big old thing of candy, and I'm like, ooh, full size candy bars. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Don't mind if I do. And then I get back to my desk, and I'm it's just kind of staring at me in the eye. I'm like, well, it's seven thirty. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I think any. If it helps, I use the tick the the Kit Kat to stir my coffee a little bit. Oh, so you know that's yeah. that's a morning thing. That's probably more healthy it than was, putting a bunch of coffee mate creamer. In it there. was biscotti. Who are yeah. we? Oh kidding? yeah, it's biscotti. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's get off your high horse biscotti eaters. Those are cookies. <laughs> Don't call you can call them you can what do they call them? They call them uh, biscuits. Yeah, call them biscuits all you want. They're they're cookies. They're cookies. And they're so delicious basically, cookies. So basically, that. you're aiming this at the UK. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you full impricks. What what was that? Huh? Full full impricks. <laughs> <laughs> you full impricks. I'm working I'm working on my accent for uh for the for the honeymoon. Okay. Yeah. Work harder. You fucking pricks. <laughs> oh, that was a little Is that better? better. Is that better? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um they're not 
Biscuits, well, you gotta, they're cookies. Are you guys going to England? I thought you were going to Ireland. Uh, Ireland, Scotland. Scotland, and England. Oh, doing all three. So you're just going to do like some stupid American amalgamation of all of those No, yeah, yeah. Accents? I'm just going to mash them all together. It's going to be a Frankenstein of an accent, uh, and uh, that's it. I want Kristen to take video of you walking up to um, <laughs> people in Scotland, asking them questions. And only then just only watch. at soccer games dressed in the opposite color. Oh, yeah. That's a good <laughs> I'm way. sorry. Football games. What was that accent? <laughs> Fo- football. <laughs> the world will never Going know. Going to watch football. <laughs> oh, that was just the Swedish chef. <laughs> don't, but don't, don't. Are we racist? I yeah. can't tell anymore. Kind of. I think so. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to visit your glorious countries, and I will not speak like an idiot. I promise. Yes, if, if we have any listeners over there. Well, if he speaks at all, he's speaking like an idiot. So we, that's we, not a promise he can keep. I did find out. I did find out uh, because we work terrible and don't check our socials very often. But uh, I responded to somebody who was a listener from Canada like a week ago. Canada. So we have a listener in Canada. That might as well be England. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, they, f- they still have the queen on their money. It might as well be. It's might like, as well be. It's like... It's we, ju- <laughs> we just lost our only Canadian listener. <laughs> it's like... Because we're like, making fun of his money. <laughs> it's like it's like people that put fruit on salads, you know? Well, they put fruit in pie, so when you're eating a pie, you might as well be eating a salad. It's that same it's that same way of thinking. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. 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 You eat, eat a cherry pie, and then you eat like a Michigan cherry salad. It's, it's practically a pie. You don't like Michigan cherry salad, I'm just though. saying, if you would... The pie might as well be salad. Listen, Mike is Mike's <laughs> white. Mike's extremely white, but he's not raisins in potato salad white. I'm not. He won't put fruit in, in salads. Um, if you put grapes in your chicken salad, I will fucking murder you. It is. It is Mur- murder me then, dog. It is one I of like the it. most disgusting things ever. It's not. It's not. It's dog. gross. I don't mix my sweets with my savories. At least not all the time. There's a couple. I was going to say there's got to be something. Pineapple on pizza. Is good. Yep, I'm that. I'm that guy. I can't I, believe there's still people who are fighting this fight. I never pineapple used to be. Bo- pine, like, listen, if you don't like it, that's fine. Sure, but pi- putting pineapple on pizza is just fine. You can go fuck yourself if you disagree. There's some people like I. I got some. I, find it, I, I make, got some dudes in my leather chat, which sounds like it's probably. <laughs> It sounds like a weird. It's not kink. a bondage thing. It's not like a kink thing. It's a leather workers chat. But some of these guys are like, they will die on that hill. They'll die on it. These are the same people though that are perfectly okay with putting like anchovies on their pizza. Which don't get me wrong, I like that as well. But putting fish on pizza is just as weird as putting pineapple on pizza. Yeah, exactly. You and know? by the way, who puts like? Here's the thing: who puts ground beef on pizza? Um. Okay. Okay. I have had pretty stellar cheeseburger pizzas before. A cheeseburger pizza so, is different than putting ground beef on a pizza. Yeah, just go sausage. Like you go to you go to like you, you go to Green Lantern and you go to get the you know look at the options. You're stripping off it's all just ground of, beef. It's like, why would you do that? Yeah, you're stripping off everything. It just do the sausage because beef starts off as sausage, right? Sure. If you're making beef sausage, I suppose, but, <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I'm always. But you're making taking beef all the. But you're just taking all the flavoring off, and you're just putting like the naked beef on it. Yeah. Why? Right. Why are you doing that? Nobody likes naked it's beef. Like, it's like going to a fashion show and stripping the, off all the clothes off the. You know what though? That's good. Off the models. That's good though. <laughs> we would like that. So maybe I'm understanding the beef on pizza. Thing. Oh, I see. I see where you're going. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna okay. get a beef pizza tomorrow. I'm not it gonna just be, sounds gross. I'm not gonna beef pizza sounds gross. I'm not gonna be able to eat a beef pizza without rocking a gigantic 
halfy now. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't like saying beef, like say, hearing somebody say beef pizza in a <laughs> sentence. Oh, nice beef pizza. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> See, oh, so that's the hill I'll die on. Oh, that's uh, it, like like pineapple belongs on pizza. Ground beef doesn't. Yeah. Unless I mean, it's unless it's a cheeseburger pizza, yeah, they're they're pretty stellar. But I just don't see the point in a, in a ground beef pizza. I just it, I don't get it. I want to. <laughs> this is gonna go. I gotta I gotta open my notes on my phone. I've got a whole list of stickers that we've wanted to make, like Rothchomp and and do you remember Rothchomp? <laughs> I do. I don't remember was, the I don't remember the context. But there was one about like Rothchomp. <laughs> there was one about a. Shit! What was it? It was a, a a guy. It was like Smokey the Bear, except for it was some, it was something terrible. I can't remember. But beef pizza is is going on the list. I want to make beef pizza stickers. That's it. I'm fine with it. I need you. See, the reason we haven't done this yet is because I need you to design them because that's oh, your. Oh, I can do that. I know you can. Yeah, I can. My specialty is actually beef pizza. Is it I, really? I, I, yeah. I, your specialty is tofu pizza. Get mm, over yourself. Tofu pizza. Tofu pizza Gross. with fucking with with with. Uh, <laughs> cauliflower crust you piece of shit i don't think i've ever eaten a cauliflower crust i actually made a cauliflower crust <laughs> wait, wait, uh, wait wait you're giving me shit for for having eaten it even though i've never eaten it and you're telling me you've made one you live this way you live this way which means it's your like you're a piece of shit because you live this way i will delve into that that side of life on occasion as an adventure okay so that makes it okay so my, for me my life is an adventure games no. By your by your logic. No. Yeah. No. That's what you just said. Only when you do it every once in a while. <laughs> if you do it every day, it's you're a piece of shit. It's like it's like sword playing. <laughs> if you do it every once in a while, it doesn't count. What kind of swords? Dicks, James. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Anyway. Speaking um, of dicks, James. I've got have I've, you had anything else going on this week? Not uh not particularly. Like uh, I said, just, I I uh I you know I got my spooky stuff set up in my yard. I did that today. There you go. That's that something today. to talk about. Yeah, there you go. It's uh it's finally Halloween time, a week away from Halloween. Yeah, I yeah, I wasn't I on had the ball. To... See, the problem is I need to wait for my cause I, I do the graves in my front yard. Yeah. And the way I do graves is I rake up all the leaves from our locust tree and I form then those you cover into cover the bodies with them. Yeah, I form those into piles that look like fresh dog graves. I had to, the locust tree was dropping the leaves slowly this year for some reason. Usually they all dump off in like two weeks, but this year they're taking their damn time. So sure. I did have to wait a little longer. Yeah, that fits because the leaves are technically dead. Yeah. So you have dead things. You have actual graves. Yeah, I have an actual graveyard in my in my yard right now. Makes sense to me. Which is maybe, is that why we were, you were hearing weird voices in my house earlier? I swear to God, I heard a low voice coming from your house emanating from the darkness i'm pretty house. sure it was just bouncing off the tv because we were listening to we were watching the football <laughs> game and you were hearing weird sounds coming from yeah. the tv maybe or maybe it was john madden's ghost <laughs> <laughs> this guy's gonna be good <laughs> um yeah no uh yeah i got spooky stuff up too i um hate working with fake cobwebs but i covered my entire porch with it because yeah, it, it looks cool i guess you know I don't, I don't normally do it. I usually have corn stalks, but I'm not going to go out and spend the money on corn stalks for like a week. Is that expensive? They can get it. When you get as many as I do, it gets expensive. With How many the corn stalks do you that. buy? Well, you got to make it look good. So I probably brock about 
fifty dollars worth of corn stalks. Dang. And then for then the barrels of hay, excuse me, the barrels Money of hay bags, are like twenty man. bucks a piece. The what? So the big hay barrels. Hay bales. Bales. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I always call them I, big as barrel. A, big as, barrels of hay. As a kid, I always called them hay barrels because I don't think I knew the difference. See the big, the big circular rolly ones. I could see that being called a barrel a, of hay. A, a hay yeah, barrel. That's that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna do that craziness this year because I got a feeling I am going to hate myself. But I have this strange feeling that once Christmas or Halloween is over, I'm going to want to get into Christmas earlier this year, which goes against every <coughs> fiber of my being. But I'm just kind of ready for it this year. I think you won't. It's me been m- such a long year. I think you're going to owe me money. Why? Because I swear. Did we, <laughs> did we bet this? I swear we made a bet because Mike's always been so against setting up Christmas before Thanksgiving. Yep. Right? Yep. yep. And last year. Your wife convinced you to set up like one no, thing. No, she fucking tricked me. She didn't convince okay, me. Tricked you, whatever. <laughs> she tricked you into My setting up one thing. My marriage is built on lies. And I said, "Watch, it's gonna be like within the next year or two, you're gonna be full on Christmas right after Halloween." No, 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 not right after. Just earlier than I normally would. That's all I'm saying. You know what's going up in my house on November first? Getting fucking Christmas trees, dude. Uh, Hell yeah. They're showing I don't I don't put the ornaments on. I just put the trees the up and I put the lights on. What's the point? Because I like the ambiance. Uh, and I like having two full months of that ambiance. Cause I fucking love sitting by the fire, the nice glowing fire, nice and warm, cozy, with that big tree with all the lights on it. Sure. Just emanating its warm what if you, warm glowing glowing warmth what if into you just my living room also because my living room is dark as shit all the time what if you permanently covered your children in lights and then you get it in every room i tried that once and then <laughs> it just got annoying yeah fair because i had to change the batteries all the time oh yeah yeah and I then one year i tried it plugged into the wall and they just kept walking too far and unplugging it from the wall so it was Kids, it man, doesn't work. Yeah, messing everything up yeah. all the time. The dogs, maybe I could. They're smaller. They like they might not be able to go <laughs> they would, they as would just far. Be wrapped up like potatoes on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it would stop them from being such dicks. Anyway, James, uh, we're already 17, 18 minutes into this, so uh, let's get crack a lacking into some correct direction. Cor- Ooh, oh, that, that took a weird turn. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Stupid! You're so stupid! All right, James. Uh, I guess I'm on correction duty this week. Oh, correction. Um, correction. I did listen to the last episode. Oh, did you? No, I didn't. Okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, we're going to start with 332A, which was what we were calling A, which uh, is the first episode. Is that totally killer? Or no, no. A, A would have been... Totally killer. No. Didn't you release Totally we Killer did a... and then the, the Unbinding? I think I did it backwards. Am I an idiot? I might have done it backwards. Yes. But... I mean, a would have been the first one that we recorded, which would have been the unbinding. The binding, yeah. yeah. But I think I did this backwards. I don't know. <laughs> which one did we talk about DJ and Steve Urkel, the crossover episode? That was the unbinding. That was the unbinding. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So A, I did this right. Okay. Okay, cool. So 332A, uh, Steve Urkel was DJ's friend on Full House, not Michelle's friend. You said it was Michelle's friend. And I watched the crossover. Pretty fucking epic. Oh, was he actually DJ's friend? No, I DJ, thought... no DJ's friend's cousin. Oh, DJ's friend's cousin. Okay, yeah, cool. Not yeah. Michelle's friend. Or okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, apparently, I got a lot of unbinding stuff Wait, here. Wait, no. Wasn't he Wasn't he uh, Teddy's cousin? No, because the two girls are there. DJ and her friend are there. And her friend's like, my cousin's in town. Oh. Don't let him find us. So then uh, okay. then Danny Tanner and uh, Uncle Jesse have to like talk to him. And they 
learn how to walk. And yeah, stuff. they do. The, they <laughs> do that scene where they're teaching them how to do the swagger is hilarious. Um, I got a lot of extra unbinding stuff okay. to talk about, so I'm going to go through it quick. I don't want to spend too much time on sure. it. But apparently, there's there's a lot in the documentary that they just didn't add in. I think for the sake of pacing is my guess. But they did set up after the um, the trail cam went off and they caught the statue moving. Yeah. We're like, why don't you set up a video camera in there to watch it all the time? They <coughs> did, apparently. And? They did set up a 24-hour live stream of the Crone Room after they caught the trail cam stuff uh, that was exclusive to their Patreon page, which okay. sounds weird, but then when you think about the fact that this is what they do for a living, like if they have something like this, you're going to monetize it. Sure, yeah. This is yeah, how they yeah. make their money. Yeah, so it's understandable. It was on their Patreon page, but apparently nothing... Ever happened. ever happened. Nothing happened. So they didn't bring it up probably just because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Like it just, they glossed over it to get to the next thing, whatever. It does, it does leave a hole in the documentary. And if you're not going to go out and search out this info, you, it does leave you with a little bit of a bitter taste in your mouth because you think they're kind of dumb. Yeah. But they did <laughs> apparently do it. Um, let's see here. Uh, Zach Baggins was on Ghost Adventures, not Ghost Hunters. Doesn't matter. Zach Doesn't Baggins matter. is a douche Baggins. Now, we're talking about Paracon and how we couldn't find anybody who did anything. that Like, like why couldn't you find somebody who was there? Why couldn't you find whatever, right? Right, right. I did find on Reddit, there was a user. I think that, I read the same thing. Or did you send it to me? I, I didn't send this part okay, to you. Okay, I, f- I did find the same he thing. He says, then. I was a member of their museum during the time of the crone and literally watched the live stream uh, all the hours of the investigation of this object. and was also standing in front of the man having a seizure at the Michigan Paracon. Um, they didn't even include in this documentary some of the most compelling and amazing live EVP sessions with the crone that actually shifted my mind away from fear and more towards empathy for it. <clears throat> why? I don't understand why you wouldn't include that stuff in the documentary. No idea. No idea. Um, this guy goes on to say that because they shot everything on those live streams for their Patreon, um, like it's, it's basically if you become a member of their their museum, sure, yeah. that's like their Patreon page. Right. Apparently they shoot everything with iPhones and like the sound quality was so bad because they're going back and forth. You know, maybe Carl Pfeiffer, who was the editor, just decided not to use it. They shoot everything with iPhones. So, well, so well, a lot of people do because iPhones are great nowadays. But I went back oh, and I actually hold on, wait, let's isolate that sound clip. <laughs> <laughs> Mike saying quality, iPhones are video quality on cell phones is great nowadays. Sure, okay. Um. So I went back, actually, and I joined the museum for $5. Oh, did you? Thinking that I could get access to their Paracon write-up. Mm Because the only people that wrote about the Paracon stuff in 2017 is the Newkirks. So, yeah, there's nothing else. But they do have a big, long article on their Patreon that you can access for $25. It's part of their artifact tier, which is, like, deeper into stuff. I'm not paying $25 to read it, though. Mm-hmm. I paid 5 bucks to get access to like their live streams. I'm not, not going to go 25 just to read something. Yeah. Um, but I did go back, and I did watch the entire hour and a half session where they were 3D scanning the crone, mm-hmm. uh, and Dana was doing the uh, S's method. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty crazy. Is it? I mean, the way that they talk, in the documentary, it's it's... They use sound clips a lot, you know, and they cut it together. So it yeah. it kind of it kind of paints the picture a little bit differently than what it was. When you watch it in its entirety, it definitely feels more not authentic, but it feels more real. Mm-hmm. Like nothing's staged, nothing's this. Like you're in the moment with them, you know. So 
it's a good watch if you're into that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, so that was the only thing that I could find though with somebody being at Paracon was just a dude on Reddit saying he was there. I mean, I could get on there and say that, so sure. that's not really proof. Or, I mean, not to say that this would happen, but also anybody involved with the documentary could create a burner Reddit sure. Reddit profile and say, oh yeah, I was totally there. I saw the guy have the, the have, somebody, have a stroke. and Somebody else pointed this out too, and I thought it was interesting, and I, I don't know how to take it exactly, but apparently on the History Channel, there was a show called The Unexplained or Explained or something like that, and they talk about the chrome. Those are two very different things. Yeah, it's the <laughs> it's the show with William Shatner. He hosts it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I'm going to pull this up for you because I want you to listen to this and tell me if it sounds a little bit different than what we heard before. This guy came all the way from Canada to come and see the crone. He begged us to take it out of the box. Almost immediately, his eyes roll up in the back of his head and he starts to bleed from his mouth. And he has a violent seizure and he has to be taken out by the paramedics. And that's when Dana and I looked at each other and we said, we have to do something about this. Okay. Okay, so yeah. That's way different. So because in the, the documentary, st- what you actually got, it's the same story same except story. for in the documentary, they say that immediately all kinds of crazy shit started happening. The chandeliers started swinging and and uh, something happened. And then it was like there was this rush of energy and this chick's pop falls over and douses her books. And across the way. No, no, the pop exploded. The po- Oh, sorry. The pop exploded. And across the way. Some yeah. guy suddenly so, started having a seizure and bleeding from his mouth. And then he just said so, that the guy who asked to take the crone out of the box started yeah. having a seizure. My I'm not I'm not sticking up for this. I'm not saying that I well, you heard the same thing that I heard, right? Yeah, yeah. The only thing that I can think of, this is for the History Channel. Yeah. Um History Channel has a habit of chopping things up. And I wonder, and I'm just just this is just devil's advocate, right? Yeah. But I wonder if he did say the entire story and then notice how he wasn't on camera when they were telling the story. They cut away to like stock footage of the crone and stuff. Yeah. I wonder if he goes, we took it out of the box uh, because this guy, this guy came over and he and he begged us to take yeah. it out of the box. And then all this stuff happened and blah, 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 blah. And then immediately uh, or, and then it traveled onto this guy at the end of the hall and immediately his eyes started bleeding. Like, did can, they cut can you can you middle? play it one more time? I just want to see if there's if, if there's any noticeable like weird cuts or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna play this again on here. We'll just right. put it we'll beeping. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, I, that was I don't I'm not gonna say that it is or it isn't, but it very well could have been. And I feel like they're the kind of people that have probably heard this before and like they fucking cut it up. It's not what I said. Like Well, yeah, because here's the thing is when he tells that story on the documentary. So I'm going back. I'm retract, kind of retracting what I said. When he tells that story on the documentary, he's on, on as far as I remember, he's on screen the whole time. Yeah. And he tells the whole thing. So the History Channel saw that clip. That's not, it, that's not, no, this this was filmed. The History Channel thing was filmed years ago. This was before the documentary. I think it's the same because, thing. Because that, that explained or unexplained show came out years ago. So. I mean, could they, like they, no. No, no. Well, it's, no. Okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he was wearing the same clothes either. Okay. But anyway, though, I just thought that was interesting because somebody is. else, somebody else brought that up. It, it, I could, and I could definitely see just for like 
the purpose of sensationalizing it a little bit. Exactly, yeah. That unexplained would take it and clip it and to that, make it sound... And they have to fit the whole story in a certain time, too. Right. For and that definitely TV. makes it sound more... It's just, yeah. It definitely a, makes it sound more crazy. It's like, the same oh my thing. God, this guy walked up and asked to see this thing and he immediately started seizing and, and exactly, bleeding exactly. from the mouth. Like, that Maybe. sells better. Like, that would be much more. If I had watched that before I had watched The Unbinding, I'd be like, holy shit. I mean, dude, the that's History crazy. Channel telling things that aren't historically fact. No. Like, <laughs> ancient aliens. <laughs> There's like, uh, there's like uh um, could it be <laughs> there's like the the memes about like history channel during the day and it's all it's all like david attenborough and mm-hmm. f- like like science based stuff and then uh history channel at night and it's just like aliens aliens forming the pyramids with lasers and shit like that <laughs> i mean it's totally true but yeah. yes yeah um okay the only thing that i have from the following episode is that uh, i made a clerk's reference and i said that it was dante who said um uh, what is it? I hate people, but I love crowds. It's not crowds; it's gatherings. And Randall says it, not Dante. I fucked it up. You are not the Kevin Smith fan that I you know, think man. you are. I'm a poser. A poser. Way to go, dude. Anyway, that's all I got for corrections. All right, cool. All right, well, half an hour in, James. <laughs> oh, well, we're, yeah, we're doing good, right? Are we good? Are we usually? That's usually where we are. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't even know any. I don't pay attention to us anymore. Um, all right, so that's it for corrections. Michael, what are we doing today? Uh, James, we're talking about Saw. We, uh, we are continuing. What part is this? How many, how many Saws have we done now? How many? Oh. Is this five? Did we split it? How, yeah, I don't remember I think, how I we think, split it up before. I think this is our fifth Saw episode, Here. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, do we need a bottle opener for these? I think we do. I've got one right, right. here. Oh, my I, got, man. I, I got one right there. We're good to go. All right. I want to say this is five. You'll find out. I'm not going to correct this because I just don't know. But um, also, who gives a shit? Yeah, if you're interested, it'll be on the uh, it'll be on the card for for this week's episode. So, so go there and look. From Southern Tier Brewing Company in New York, right? Isn't Southern Tier out of New York? I believe that it might be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brewed and bottled by Southern Tier Brewing Company in Lakewood, New York. There you go. You guys, you guys should have hit up Southern Tier while you were there. Is there any write-up on this? What is it? I folded this box like a. I was like a, an animal. And, I was oh, here we go. Near a lake with some wood. Does that count? That that counts. That yeah. counts. Okay, good, good. <laughs> All right. So from Southern Tier Brewing Company in beautiful Lakewood, New York. This is Caramel Pumpkin Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Eight point six. Now ABV. If we haven't already mentioned it, which I don't think we have, uh, if you couldn't tell from the. The little changed intro this week. Um, this is our first week of our Halloween episodes. We always do a three-part Halloween, two, two the two weeks before, and then the Halloween hangover. That's our our, trif- our trifecta of Halloween episodes. Even though you think we sh- we really should extend it, right? To do the whole. <sighs> well, we could do the to entire do all month, of, all of October. That wasn't that wasn't possible this year because. I was gone and, and some, somebody had to go on a honeymoon. Well, I mean, you 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 could have done it, but you didn't. I did one episode without you, and that was good enough. Was it Halloween themed? Was it? I don't no. remember. No, <laughs> I don't even remember what we talked about. But anyway, though, this is uh, week one of Halloween. Halloween. So saw because Halloween or saw is a Halloween tradition around these parts. That's right. Well, around every parts really because. Well, Even though this one was released in September. <laughs> Did it come out in September? Yeah, I think so. It was the end of September, I think. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yep. You're right. Yeah, I know. All right, so uh, Caramel Pumpkin 
Imperial Pumpkin Ale. The King's Magical Court flourishes with the alluring addition of Caramel Pumpkin. Caramel? Caramel. I always I always go back and forth on this. Caramel. Car- caramel. I think it's I think that it, it technically is caramel, but I've always been a caramel guy. We're, we're fucking we're from Michigan, so it's caramel. Yep. <laughs> uh savor the magical aroma of spiced pumpkin pie as it unites with the sweet enchantment of caramel. See, when you say, when you say it after the word enchantment, you have to say caramel. Yeah, yeah. So uh the aroma of spiced pumpkin pie as it unites with the sweet enchantment of caramel. Caramel <laughs> in each sip. No matter how you celebrate the season, this brew is sure to leave you spellbound. Ooh. Fuck nice. yeah, dude. Yep. Yeah, uh, so Saw X and uh, Caramel Pumpkin. So you, you just went with you just went with a, a pumpkin beer just because it's Oh tell me, baby. Yeah. There's new pumpkin beer. I didn't know every if you I didn't know year. if you had like some some clever little tie-in nope, for Saw nope. X. We are we are just on brand for the season this time. We don't get uh, pumpkin beers uh, outside of this time of year, so we should indulge. And I don't, apparently I don't I'm, know that that's true. And apparently you I'm coming buy... around to pumpkin beers. Are you? Apparently, I've liked all the ones we've had lately. Oh, you can smell the caramel on this one too. See, that's that was why I liked it too. I love, I Car- love caramel. Caramel. I'll have to smother my steaming hot. Huh? Um, condolence, condolences right now. By the way, if you're a Michigan State fan, <laughs> it's forty-two to zero. <laughs> Oh, uh, mama! My family uh, does come from state territory. Are they are so... they state stock? Yeah, well, it my, sucks uh, to be sister, them right now. <laughs> my sister in law went to state, so we are ipso facto a state family. I mean, it, they really know ne- they never stood a chance today. Like the uh, U of M's, Ooh, pretty God. fucking good this year. This just smells like one of those square uh, caramels you get at Halloween. You mean a you mean a a caramel? But <laughs> you mean a caramel? Yes. Like. You just said it like it was like it was some fancy. This smells like one of those well, square you know, caramels that you get. I love that's the, fucking every caramel, dude. <laughs> the, the ones in like the clear wrapper you get in the Halloween. Yeah, it's oh, every yeah. that's every caramel. <laughs> well, it smells like that, and I like it. All right, cheers. Ooh, just warm and sugary. Cheers, mm. bud. Come on. All right. Oh man, that's good. It's really good. That's really good. And I like the pumpkin part of it too. I'm going to try pumpkin the pie pumpkin. this year, James. Are you really? I'm going to do it. Nice, dude. With or without Cool Whip. Oh, I don't like Cool Whip, so. You don't like Cool I Whip? Don't, I don't like Cool Whip. It, I, I, I just don't. I'm not a Cool Whip guy. <laughs> God, dude. Like, there's so much about you that I hate. <laughs> I, I, I also don't like just standard whipped cream. I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not the worst thing in the world. I just would just rather What eat. is it about Cool Whip and whipped cream that you don't like? I think it's is just it the, the texture. Sweetness? It could be the texture. Is it the creamy coolness? Is it the just how the delightful si- it is when it hits your tongue? I don't like, like it for what- the same reason I don't spray shaving cream into my mouth. Like it does nothing. So you don't <laughs> so you don't eat shaving cream either? What the fuck? I feel like I don't even know you sometimes. Sorry. That's I mean like come on, dude. Like Sorry, tipping man. up tipping up a bottle of whipped cream. <laughs> is it shaving cream? <laughs> and then you tip it back down the other way and you go. <laughs> yeah, you huff it. Yeah, you do, do a you little do whip, whip it. it. So back when they actually, I don't know if they still used nitrous oh, yeah. in their cans. I think so. My uncle Frog told me that when he used to work at, uh, I think it was Farmer Jack when he was younger. <laughs> him and his buddy would just they'd open a case of whipped cream in the back and they'd just fucking do whippets in the back. That's probably why he's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'm joking. I love my uncle Frog, and he's uh, very smart. Okay, um, ribbit, 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 baby. 
Don't yeah. do whippets. Speaking of ribbed for your pleasure. Ooh. Is, uh, I don't know. <laughs> this beer is really Pumpkins good. Pumpkins are ribbed. Pumpkins are ribbed, and yeah. this beer is pumpkin. Yes. And it's good. Saved it. Nailed it, dude. God, we wonder why we don't have any listeners anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. It's time now for everybody's favorite trailer trash. James, mm-hmm. before we get to trailer trash, we have other business to attend to. Oh, the business. Last oh. year, around this time, um, one our uh, one out of our three listeners, Doug, sent us sent us a nice care package from uh, Universal Studios. We opened it on the air, and uh, he was nice enough to do it again this year, even though we never sent him anything last year. Okay, like we Doug, said we were going to. Doug, <laughs> God damn it, we suck. We already have a plan. We do, and, and no, we don't. But. <laughs> We are sending you some shit this year, Doug, because you're a real dude. You're yes, he is a real dude. No, I I, <laughs> I mean you're like a real solid dude. Like the two years in a row sending us stuff. This is the this this year. This is the payoff of seven years. This of is podcast. literally the biggest <laughs> the biggest benefit of doing this show is our two packages that we've gotten from Doug. It's true. Um, so uh, Doug, here. you are you're the number one, I think. I, I I think I think that's that's what this means. Them's, Doug's number one. Them's fighting words. All right, I'm ripping her. Rip it. Ripping her, baby. Ramming in my cat. <laughs> <laughs> Starzy Rex. Oh my god. All right, uh, we got uh, we got shirts here. Oh we got yeah. A, we got a, we got a medium. Good thing and neither of us got fat over the last year. I'm assuming this one's a large for you. Here you go. Haven't looked at it yet. Oh, and there's some other stuff here. Not looking at it yet. Okay. Are you gonna open this yet, or are I'm you open. looking at it? I'm opening it. Damn. Oh, that's the back, I think. Oh, it's the Exorcist. Fuck yeah. That's cool. Hell's yeah. I haven't seen the new Exorcist yet. I have this weird feeling that I'm gonna end up liking it more than other people are going to like it, just because I like spooky things. This is a sick shirt, it dude. It is sick, dude. That's like really that. cool. Oh yeah. It's like a. It, it says. Uh, the Exorcist oh, yeah. Believer on the front, and then on the back, it's got this giant winged horned demon. Oh, that is the back. Okay, I'm sorry. I was looking at it backwards. I thought the, the name was on the back, and the thing was on the front. Yeah, the name's on the front, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, it's got the two girls sitting back to back with their heads down, and then oh, it says so cool. Halloween Horror that's Nights so at the cool. bottom. Dude, that's this sick. Art, this art's probably better than the actual movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I almost just set mine on fire. <laughs> I had it sitting right over this candle. Gee, thanks, Doug. Let me light this on fire. Yeah, Doug, I'm going to need you to send me another one. <laughs> All right. I see something that looks like uh, something here. Oh. We're, we're moving on. We got three things. Oh, it's uh, Chucky. Chucky. What is this, though? Oh, is this a pin? Uh, he wants you as his best friend. Is it, is it a pin? It's a pin. Is it a pin? Isn't it? That's a big-ass pin, and I like it. I almost don't like this box. It's so I know. cool. I almost don't want to open it. <laughs> Put it on the shelf? Yeah, but I'm not a collector, so I will open it. Um, that's fucking awesome. And yeah, I think we also we, have, we also got a large like that's a big that's a big ass that's pin. a hefty pin. Holy uh, shit! Oh, it's even got two pokies it's got on the back. Two, two pokies. Oh, and then we got another one of these. We got another box of pins, uh, same as last year, I think. Oh, Ooh, with Vecna things. on the front. Stranger Things well, Four this limited could be, edition. This could be one of the six on the back. Oh, my box ripped. Come uh, on. Do you keep? Do you? Did, no, not a, yeah. I don't. The other one I will. The Do you have the ones that he sent us last year? Are those some of the ones on your jacket? Um, They were. The I don't know if they are ones? now. I, I switch them oh, out Oh, do you like daily, swap them so, out? Yeah. You swap them out daily? Sometimes. Depending on where I'm going, what I'm doing. All right. 
Let's see. Let's here. see. I got a sweet clock, which actually that fucking grandfather clock from Strangers Four is so good. That's really Stranger cool. Things. Stranger 4. Things Four. And then I got a sweet Vecna baby. Sweet Vecna baby. I got a sweet Vecna baby. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I like the blue yeah. and like the blue and pink. Hell yeah. And I got a um, demon bat slayer. Oh shit! Let me see. Oh, that's actually really cool. Let me see. Oh, you might have to look red. at it closer to. You can look at it. Yeah, closer I'll, I'll, well, the lights are off right now too. So yeah, to see. Because we do I'll this shit in the dark because yeah. we're spooky. Oh, I thought it was sexy. Oh, and sexy. Yeah. <laughs> And then I also got a... Do it in the dark. Oh, just a straight up Stranger Things 4. Nice. Deal. You got to get what I got and uh, put like a cork board up and you put all your pins on a cork board yeah, so you can display I, them. Yeah, and then where do you... I, I, where do you I leave wear the, them too. Where do you but, leave the backs then? Uh, I have you just a little, like leave I, I them in a, a jar somewhere? I have a jewelry case. Aww. <laughs> you're so cute. I know. Uh, Doug, you are the fucking man. Yeah, Doug, you're the man. You are the best. And we will be sending you... A we, care package yes. in return. This we actually, promise this time. I actually, and you know, um, you know, our promise is well, it doesn't mean anything really, but because <laughs> <laughs> we promised last year too. But we will. This we time. actually, I'm making a batch of new merch. I think a very small batch of new merch based solely on needing to get this out for Doug. But I've been wanting. So, but it's, so but it's, it's going to be. A, it's going to be a, for a while. It's going to be a one shirt run. <laughs> There's only going to be one made for Doug. Um. Also, Doug, let me know if you're listening to this right now. Let me know if you're vegan or not. I don't think he is. I don't. I assume you're not because yeah. most cool people aren't. But uh, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> um, let me well, know I if you're we vegan because I'm going to throw in some leather stuff too. We were going to send them a, a wallet last year, I think. Yeah. So I think we already know this, but yeah. yeah. So I'll uh, I'll I'll make sure that I hook you up with that. Mike's going to hook you up with some sweet. Uh, designs Some actually swag. you started designing a shirt last year i know i did and then you never yeah finished we, it. dude we're the worst like why people like us i don't know but we're gonna come through this time we will it's happening and we're gonna put a time limit on it yes i mean i don't know how long it takes to get merch on, made but on the shirt it's gonna say time limit but i'm gonna i'm gonna make the leather stuff in the next two days oh and then it's all on mic. Well, Doug, homework for you. Tell us what your favorite movie is, and then James is going to make a wallet based on that movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's that's what's going to happen. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Do exactly that. Hopefully it's the thing, because you already have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would have to read like, my new pocket style and stuff like that. Oh, gotta, yeah, that's true. I got to redo it. So. True. You don't want that old shit. Uh, so, yeah, Doug, hit us up. <laughs> let us know what your favorite horror movie. What's your favorite scary movie? What's your favorite scary movie? And uh, let us know if you're vegan. I think you're not, because I think we asked you last year, and we fucking completely failed to come through. And also, thank you, dude. Like that's we're putting ourselves on blast, though, to hold ourselves accountable. Yeah, hundred percent. So here we go. Um, <laughs> but but we uh, we also make a we have a bad habit of making promises on this podcast because what's it been now? Uh, seven years since the Search the City <laughs> vinyl was. <laughs> uh, but there's there's pipeline stuff happening. Nobody listening to this right now knows gonna care. knows what Search the City is, so it doesn't really but matter. But what if they do and this oh. ignites a firestorm? A fire is so big the heavens can see it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> uh yeah, dude, thank you, Doug. That's fucking awesome. Well, if, uh you're if, awesome. If Search ever comes back, let me audition for a part. Okay, calm down. <laughs> All right, can we actually get to trailer trash? Yeah, now? we're good. We're good. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you, Doug. Thanks, Thanks again, Doug. man. You are the best.
right, James. Uh, I got a uh, couple two trailers for you this week. Alrighty. And uh, let's see here. I think we have three that I could do. One I definitely want to do. I'm going to let you pick the other one. Do you want to do um, a movie called Lord of Misrule? Which is from the director of Orphan First Kill, okay. which is like a folk horror film. Or do what, you want to uh, do? Oh, oh, the yeah, yeah. Or do you want to do? There's something in the barn, which is a new Norwegian Christmas movie. <sighs> We're I coming know. up on Christmas season. I know. I know. Yeah, and then what's the third one? Not telling you that yet. Okay, uh, we're doing that one for sure. So the the first one was <laughs> called what? Uh, it's called Lord of Misrule. Let's do. There's something in the barn. Okay. Okay. You're missing out on creepy dolls, but okay. Oh, shit. I know. No, no, you made your decision. <laughs> yeah, it's fine, but I like Norwegian. I like Norwegian <laughs> stuff. I feel like they Was that other movie we watched? Um I can't remember what it's called. The um the one where they dug up Santa and he was frozen on the ice and like thawed. That was called um, uh fucking yeah, something I... delivery or fucking yep, shit. Yep. Was that Norwegian though? No. That... No. Oh. Was it? Yeah, it might have it might have been. I feel like it was. I feel like it was. What was that called? I don't know. Look it Damn up or whatever. I'm going to get this going. Um, yeah, this is the new trailer for There's Something in the Barn. It comes out November 10th in select territories. Um, and then it's coming out, I think, worldwide somewhere else. But um, Probably somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. I would so imagine. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, Let's see here. Barns, uh, barn elves are deeply rooted in Norwegian folklore and tradition. Uh, they are in our souls and part of our culture, making a movie about a foreign family who does not understand them and then annoys the hell out of them and then must fight them makes perfect sense. Uh, <laughs> the only weird thing about it is that it hasn't been done before, says the director. So that's fun. Oh, all right. um, let's see here. Uh, it's about an American family, too, so you don't even need subtitles. Hey. This is the best of every world. Look at that. Uh, all right. This is the trailer for There's Something in the Barn. What on earth did you do to make them so mad? We broke all the rules. What are you going to do about it? I'm going to swipe this area for fingerprints and then I'll call the forensics and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that oh, that was fun, dude. That was great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, 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 this is a fun... That's, it looks fun. It's like... There's uh, no other word to use to describe it. What was that movie that we just watched with... Uh, rare the, Imports. That's the rare, name of the Yeah, Rare <laughs> Imports is the Santa movie. Yes, I don't know why that just popped into my head. Right. Sorry. Yes, Rare yeah. Imports is the Santa movie that you were talking about. What's the movie that we just watched with the uh, the couple who moves to Ireland and they have to, oh, leave, the, um, they have to leave the liver out? Yes. I can't think of the name of it now. But yes, that Sh- movie. It look, this movie looks like that except for stupid Americans in Norway except yeah with stupid Americans in Norway and with uh, like Christmas elves Mm -hmm. basically I'm into it or they look like uh, they look like the um, those that like garden gnomes yeah basically like David killer garden gnomes yeah like David the killer garden gnome (laughs) 
Um, yeah, that looks yeah. Uh, absolutely fantastic, though. Yeah, that looks like a lot of fun, dude. Um, um, yeah, uh, look forward to that one uh, probably on the show this year. What the hell? That seems that... like it's one that's going to make the cut. What the hell is that guy's name? Why can't I think of the actor's I'm name? Look up, look up the movie on IMDb and you'll, oh, you'll find I out. I guess I could do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, the other trailer, James, that we are doing, um, I'm excited for this because of uh, it's from the writer of Pontypool, oh. which is very good. Uh, and it's about the writer of Ponty, like the novel or the movie. Uh, the movie, the movie. Okay. Um, I want you to pick four words, string them along, and we'll see if any of them are in this title. Because you have a very, you have a very good chance of being correct. Four words to describe the movie. This guy's okay. Yeah. Okay. So four words to describe. Not this necessarily movie? like descriptors, but like like uh, like like like. Adjective or um like nouns, you know, like not descriptors, but like you're saying a lot of is it nouns or is it adjectives? <laughs> it's nouns, it's nouns, but it's what the movie is about. All right, um, uh, big, okay, hair, hairy, big, hairy. <laughs> so those are adjectives. I'm supposed well, to be saying you're, nouns. you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Um, troll penis, big, hairy, troll penis. You're yeah. close, laser blasting ice mummy. Oh, okay. I was close. <laughs> you were pretty close. Uh, and this is from the writer of Pontypool. Um, this is called The Hyperborean. Okay. Uh, the, I, I've seen one screenshot of this, and I think it looks awesome. It's another horror comedy. Um, but, I mean, with, with that kind of descriptor, though, it uh, it better be good. The Hyperborean. Because this looks amazing. So here we go. This is The Hyperborean. We'll uh, see if this is any good. I've made a big decision about the holdings of Cameron Whiskey. I've decided that I'm going to put everything into this final project. I want to go with the bang. Y'all stand to make a goddamn fortune. I even have a job for the webcam girl. Influencer. Any bullshit we come up with is going to be more believable than the fucking crap that happened this night. It wasn't a nice moment. What? Because it has a name, doesn't it, Diana? More mystery, please. Right? Whiskey loves infamy. <laughs> it's a laser blasting ice mummy. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Uh, I don't know that I would go ahead and say that this movie looks good, but it, I don't know. It, I, I don't I, know how to take it. Listen, Pontypool, I liked Pontypool a lot. Pontypool was weird as shit. I know. The I, the novel was cr- like, I don't, I don't, I have to reread the novel because I, it confused the shit out of me. Sure. To be perfectly honest with you, the but, movie was a little more, but like, but if this is the writer of the Pontypool movie though, I'm giving it credence just on that. Cause I love Pontypool. I did too. I need to actually, it was, it, it wasn't the same guy. Was it, was it, did the, did the guy who write the book? I have no idea. I didn't even write... know Pontypool. Excuse me. I didn't even know that Pontypool was a book. So, if so that tells you anything. Tony Burgess wrote Pontypool and he's the, he also wrote Pontypool changes everything. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, so it's the same guy who that, wrote, who wrote the book and so, the... so that helps. Yeah. That help that helps gives credence to this. I, I, uh, I'll watch it. I don't know that I'm going to love it. I'll watch it. There, it looks like there's like some funny parts in it at yeah. least. And the, the, the laser blasting ice mummy looks cool. Well, yeah. And there's weird animation mixed into it as well. Uh, animate, was there animation? Yeah. Like some of those scenes were like animated. Really? Like some of the mummies, mummy scenes. Yeah. They were? I just How thought it was like... How did you not notice that? 
Oh, I just thought it was like weird CG <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah animation. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, that looks weird as hell. Yeah. I, like the whole whiskey, low, like the bodies. Definitely low the, budge. The bodies in the whiskey barrels, like that. All it's that a pickle. Shit, <laughs> all that shit was confusing, but I guess that's probably part of the point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tony Burgess sure. is a weird guy, man. Sure. But uh, I'll definitely watch it. Uh, all right. Well, uh, that's 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 them. That's the trailers, baby. Yep. Are uh, we significantly trashed yet? We. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Hey, yo, dude. I'm re-getting there because I was, you know, I had I had beers earlier. Well, yeah, yeah. I I have a nice uh, fried rice dinner to reset me. Did you? And it did. I had a meatball sub, and now which I feel is, good. Which is why my insides are revolting right now. <laughs> I mean, um, I do love a good meatball sub. Ah, uh, man. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, that was the trailers. We are getting sufficiently trashed. Let's get into the bleed feed. The bleed If nobody ever knew that wasn't James laughing in that intro, well, then now you know. That's. <laughs> did you just mention that because I was aping the laugh? Yes. Because yeah. it's the first time I've ever really thought about, <laughs> like, in my head, I was going, which one of us did that? I don't remember. You. And then you. Because I'm in your and head. And then you brought it. You're in my head, I'm dude. Get head. out of my fucking head. I'm in your head. Speaking just, of people being in take, other people's take heads. Take it out of my head and <laughs> I can't say it. Ram it. Ram it in my cat. <laughs> Nobody knows what we're talking about. Ram it in your cat. Ram, Ram it, it in, in my, my cat. cat. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of being in people's heads, uh, you know who was in Carrie's head? Who? Piper Laurie. Yeah. And oh, Piper yes. Laurie passed away this week. Oh, did she? Yeah. I didn't hear about this. I didn't I realize. I thought Piper Laurie died a she, while ago. Well, well, I can understand why. She was 91 years old. Oh, well, Did not realize that. That's uh, a nice run. Yeah, Piper Laurie passed away this week at the age of 91. Um, at this point, she's 91. Yeah. That, that's why you die. Yeah, you're 91 a, years old. Yeah, a hell of a run. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and she was still acting up until the, the end, I believe. I don't think that she ever really necessarily stopped. Uh, best known, though, probably for the mom and Carrie. That's that's probably her best known role in the horror I mean, community. For us anyway. Yeah, in the and horror community. And she was community. in the faculty too. She was in the faculty. Uh, she was also though in one of the scariest movies I've ever seen in my life. What was that? Return to Oz. Oh yeah. Yep. If you've never seen it, do oh, yourself a she favor. Was, she was the queen, wasn't yep. she? Yep. Yep. That's yep, right. Yep. 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 Man. Terrifying. I yep. hate that movie. I mean, I love that movie, but yeah. I, it's it's terrifying to it's, me even as an adult. It's one of those ones that if you see it as a kid, it sticks with you. Yes. And it has. I luckily stuck. didn't, and it still stuck with me. So there's oh, no dude. luck at oh, all. Oh, you didn't see it when you were a kid? No, I saw it as an adult for the oh, first time. Man, it's a. a I just showed Kristen it like uh, the Wheelers a when you ago when you're a kid. The Wheelers. Oh yeah, uh, that'll fuck you but, up, but man. Again, they're terrifying yeah. as an adult. Yeah. Um, she was also in. Uh, she won a primetime Emmy in 1987 for and also uh, an Emmy, an Emmy yeah. for the TV movie <laughs> Promise. Uh, she was also in Twin Peaks, uh, Saint Elsewhere, Frasier. She did a bunch of stuff. So rest in peace, Piper Laurie. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, also, a big one, and you might not think that it's horror related, but a big one this week. Suzanne Summers passed away. Oh, Suze. Now I was. I'm too Susie. young to have grown up in the Three's Company culture. Uh, but I did grow up in the step-by-step world. 
And that is where I best know Suzanne Summers where from. Where she was the hottest mom to ever grace the small screen. Yep. I mean, outside what a, of what an absolute outside babe. of Suzanne's Summers, what were what was the best part of that show? <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, well, I went back and forth between. Well, so Cody until he ended up being a creep in real life. Which I was, one was like, Cody. I always like Cody. Brother? No, he was the he was the fucking. <laughs> He's the dude who lived in a van in their driveway. And he was in the kickboxer kickboxer four, and then he ended up, I think, in Wait, Sasha. The cousin. Sasha, the cousin, right? Yeah, his name's like Sasha something in real life. Sasha Cohen. He was wait, in step by step though, wasn't he like uh he was foreign, wasn't he? No. You're thinking of are you thinking of perfect strangers? Balky? That's yeah, is that what you're <laughs> wait, thinking of? He was in not step Sasha, by step not though. Not Sasha Cohen. That's a No, no, skater. he was in step by step though, wasn't he? Who? Belky? Uh, yeah. I don't think so. Absolutely he was. Was he really? Yes. Uh, I swear to God. In, like maybe an episode? You're he also, wasn't like a mainstay. You're also blowing my mind that Cody is apparently a creeper. I have never heard of this before. Oh, well, not a creeper. I think he was like a... Okay, I, so I we're think, giving him leeway. I think he... Well, not really <laughs> leeway. I think he roughed up his wife or something oh, really? like that. Yeah, something weird. Did she? Does it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, I'm what kidding. what I'm did kidding. she do to deserve it? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bronson Picknot or Pinchot, whatever Pin, his name Pinchot. is. Pinchot. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. He was the foreign dude that would come in every now and then. Like he or he he was the hairdresser next door to the house. Oh, he was on Step by Step. Yeah. Wow, I don't remember. Oh that yeah, at dude. All. I thought that's what you were talking about. I was gonna say he's he's a creeper. I love him. Uh, Sasha Mitchell is who I was talking about. Okay, okay. Uh, but then but then I had my different phases. As far as the other best parts of that show, at one point it was Max. Mm, uh, Max. At one point it was Karen. Yep. At one point, I even thought the nerdy chick Dana was hot. <laughs> you're just you're just going through all the chicks. I just went through all the chicks. <laughs> Depending on how old I was at the time, I was like, you know, it was <laughs> when you're older, you like the younger ones. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. No. Anyway, though, uh, Suzanne Summers, though, uh, you might not think that she is horror-related. However, she did appear in the 1977 movie Ants. Oh. Where apparently she was covered in ants at one point in time. Nice. In just ants? I've never seen it, so hopefully. Hey. Uh, no, Ants is one of those movies, like, it's like Ants and Them. We should do an Ants and a Them movie uh, yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. Duh. Like uh, a we're, lot of those... we're, we're already losing listeners. Why, why not lose the rest of them? <laughs> or we can do ants and then a u n t s ants. Oh, the, the, the porno version of it. Aunties, aunties. Um, um, but yeah. Anyway, though, rest in peace Susan, to Suzanne Summers is also responsible for all of our moms having nice butts. Ooh, those workout videos. The thigh master and yep, the, yep, all that yep. stuff. I remember my grandma having one. I was like, Why do you need this? You're old. I gotta look good for your grandpa. You gotta keep it tight, sonny. <laughs> That's actually how my grandma talked. Because these thighs don't lie. <laughs> She's got a pair of getaway sticks on her that just won't quit. <laughs> Why are we so disrespectful? Rest Christmas, in peace, Suzanne Christmas Summers. dinner was never the same with those hams. All right. Um... <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, one that we missed a couple weeks ago. I'm bringing this up because it's, it's a little, little, little bit of a biggie. Okay, all right. Uh, we totally missed it. Um, the death of Michael Gambone. Michael Gambone. Michael Gambone. I think I'm saying his last name right. Gambon, perhaps. Um, he played the what everybody remembers as 
the or not not remembers, but like he played the majority oh, of the roles of yeah. Dumbledore okay, in yeah. Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he passed away in September, end of September. Another, uh, he was eighty-two years old. It's another one of those where I thought he died a long time well, ago. Well, the original Dumbledore did did die. Yeah, like in like and then in Michael, the middle of making the movies, right? Yeah. So yeah. Michael Gambon took over in I want to say the Prisoner of Azkaban is when he took over. So that's three. Okay. I think that's number three, right? Sure. Um, so yeah, he took over there. He was eighty-two. Um, and oh he wait, died. hold on. Put some respect on his name. His his name was Sir Michael oh, I'm sorry. Gambone. Sir, he Michael was Gambone. knighted. Did not realize that. My yeah. apologies. Come on, dude. Um, he died though after a bout of pneumonia. Apparently, pneumonia took him out. Yeah. Like, when, when you get to when, when you get to that age, it's yep, yep, yep. It's just. But uh, anyway, though, that can happen. That's like I said, uh, we missed him though. Rest in peace, Sir Michael Gambone. Yes. Rest right. in peace. Uh, moving on here. Uh, we like the VHS movies, even though we're not keeping up with them so much. Yeah, we need We've to, been meaning to. Yeah, we need to catch up, but um, all the ones that we have seen, we enjoy. If you're a fan of uh, the VHS franchise uh, and you're also a fan of sci-fi, then you'll be happy to know that the new one is going sci-fi. Apparently, the new VHS movie is going to be all science fiction and less horror. Oh, nice. So that's kind of fun. Ooh. Would you like me to split this Nosferatu? Yes. All right, give me your glass, please. Uh, and then continue the... All right, uh, moving on, though, James. Uh, Never Hike Alone 2 is officially out. Oh, shit. Watch the entire movie. Uh, this is the movie that... Um, Womp Stomp. Womp Stomp was... Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are you okay? No, I'm not okay. Uh, uh, Womp Stomp was planning on making uh, a lot of films here, but they condensed them all into one final feature-length film, yeah. which is Never Hike Alone 2. It was officially released last week, uh, four days ago, in fact. Uh, five days ago, technically now. Um, but yes, go watch it because Never Hike Alone was incredible. Awesome. I need to rewatch my DVD of them or my uh, DVD, ha, my Blu-ray of it, though. I have the ghost cut, my which laser is, disc, which is Never Hike Alone. <laughs> and then also like the Never Never Hike in the Snow, Never Hike in the Snow kind of mashed together into one movie. Mm-hmm. So I got to watch that again. And then I'm going to watch this and then we're going to do an episode on it at some point in time coming up. Yeah. These guys should have done it for Friday the 13th. <laughs> but we didn't. How many, um, how many times have we missed the opportunity to do a Friday the 13th episode on a Friday the 13th? At least four times. It's I think it's more, <laughs> I think over I think the last seven years, that. it's been at least four. But uh, but yeah, you can definitely go check it out on the Womp Stomp Films site or the Never Hike Alone uh, YouTube site, uh, one of the two. But uh, yeah, that's there. Go check it out. Do it. Womp Stomp. Uh, I only have one more bit of news. Hit That's me it. with it. That's it. Hit me. Um, do you want an action movie? Yes. Do you want an action movie starring Chuck Norris? <sighs> Obviously. Do you want an action movie starring Chuck Norris and Vanilla Ice? <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie Plane is a movie that's coming out. Hell yeah, Where dude. Chuck Norris and Vanilla Ice, get this, play themselves. Yeah, of course they do. That's fun. Uh, apparently, there's tons of other '90s cameos in it too. Um, and uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> mm. I got to read this for you. Um, 
Uh, Chuck Norris, Vanilla Ice, and Sophie Monk. That's why we were talking about Sophie Monk earlier. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, play themselves. Uh, Norris now plays Commander Chuck Norris, who mentored and trained Vanilla Ice into becoming a deadly secret agent. This just keeps getting better and better. Because, obviously. Um, <laughs> the, the feature is reportedly full of celebrity cameos with a 90s pop soundtrack, including tracks by Vanilla Ice himself. This is all via Bloody Disgusting. I uh, Give me this movie 15 times. Yeah. I need this in my life. Give me this movie 15 times and give it to me five years ago. Yep. Yep. I, I need it now. If I had, if I didn't have it five years ago, give it to me now. Here's the thing. There's no horror in this, right? So, like, if we want to be technical about it, we can't do it on our show. There's no Good. horror in it? Not really. Dad, not Zombie really. plane. Oh, yeah. Dumbass. I was, I was just going to say, <laughs> we should force ourselves onto the Bloody Good Film Podcast just to talk about it, whether they want to or not. That's all I was going to say. We'll just show up. We'll, hi- <laughs> we'll hijack ha! Their, 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 their show. That's tasteless. <laughs> well, why? It's a plane. It's a fucking movie about a plane. It's what you do with planes. Yeah, you hijack them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What you do sometimes. Oh, my God. Not anyway, me, personally. If there's any TSA agents listening, I don't do that. It's obviously. launching in the Americas, apparently, in November. So that's... Uh, coming soon and a whole lot of fun so right. i'm into it neato gang neato um yeah that's it is that it that's how we're ending it all right well shit we're gonna take a little bit of a break and after that break which is you know we're making good time it's gonna be like an hour or two sure we'll come back and we're talking saw x yeah or socks if socks <laughs> if you're if you're part of the if you're part of the real crew which is us cotton that's <laughs> That's us. It's just us. Uh, we refer to it as socks. So uh, come back in a couple minutes. Listen to us talk about socks. Try and make sense of it. Do we know what happened? Probably not. Was I was I a little buzzed when I watched it? Absolutely, I was. Because I was waiting for Mike for four hours. Well, you left your house four hours before me, though. Oh yeah, that well, that that usually happens. That'll, that'll happen. <laughs> me and Aaron made it into a date night, so. That's fine. It is what it is. All right. All right. We'll be back. See ya. Never. <laughs> Losers. Throughout this, they'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. I'm letting you roll with it because you're fucking killing it, dude. Absolutely killing uh, it. What do you get when you when you add together D, M, and X? What? Saw X. I don't get that joke. Oh! <laughs> Brought it back around. Whoa! You, Whoa. you fixed it. You saved That's the it. joke. That's it. <laughs> Saw X, the 10th entry in the Saw series. Do you remember when you saw the first Saw? Hell yes, I do. Like it's it's maybe one of the best viewing experiences I've ever had. Yep. And I don't say that in any way other than straight truth. I was in the I was in the upstairs cinema in the Bad Axe Theater, which is tiny. It, like it held maybe, I don't know, 50, 60 people. I was front row with G Money right by my side. Yeah. That's Jesus, uh, right? Uh Greg. Oh. And <laughs> so yes. And <laughs> 
And we got to the end of the movie where Adam, aka Lee Winnell, is just screaming in the darkness, and we fought, we sat there with our jaws touching Dropped. touching our chests for like three minutes. We're yeah. just like, what the fuck, dude? That was that was one of the first and last times where a twist like really really got me. Yeah, like. The fact that John Kramer stood up at the end because he was the body in the middle the Whoa, entire time. Spoilers, dude. Wow. I mean, <laughs> the fact that he got up though in the middle, like in the middle of the room, and walked. Like I remember being fucking floored by that. Well, and it's it's too it's the fact that he stands up, but he, it's uh, the camera is focused on Adam at the time, yeah. so you just see the body rising in the background, and, and it's mu- still the blurry. Song music like, is playing in the background. Da-da-da. Oh, it's like, oh shit! I think I have a happy well, right now. <laughs> it's so good. It's it's one of the if not. What is wrong with it's you? It's gotta right be now? in. It's gotta be in like the top three best twist endings and just endings in general <clears throat> in cinema history. What at are, least for me. What are the other two? I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I said top three because I can't think of the. Other, I, I I need time for that. But like, it's gotta be up there. It's probably honestly, you know. Dude, it's honestly, unless I can come up with something in the next thirty seconds, it's probably the best twist ending I've ever seen. Might be, might it might very well be. You know, it's it's that good. It it was so good, dude. Uh, two th- the, we're talking two thousand four, so like nobody had. Of course, we had we had. Uh, by this point, we had already had uh, M Night Shyamalan doing his thing. Yep, and he had thrown some good twists he at had, us. What a twist! He threw a few bangers at he us. Did. But nothing. The Sixth Sense twist was pretty fucking crazy. It was great. That was a really. That's probably top three as well. It was great. Yeah. Um. But this one, I don't know. This one, this one just hits you different. But the twist and the happening takes number one. <clears throat> oh, plants! <laughs> it, it was the plants. It was the grass all along. <laughs> no, it really is that good though. Um. And then the rest of the series, we both are. I'll come out and say it. We're both Saw apologists. We love yes, everything. We are Saw. Yes, we are. Apolog- Even the bad ones, we love them. Yeah. Yes. Um. We. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're not. We're not going to sit here and say that some of them don't have problems. Some are better than others. Some might not be the greatest, but we just like them because anything that continues the story, we're we're in for. Um, Any, not anything like not just that continues because of course we love a continuation of a good story, but like, uh, especially with like the first three or four movies like the how they expertly sort of wove the they're the best the previous movies they're into the absolute it. best and you'd watch four and you'd be like oh my god like there's no way they could have shot one without knowing that they want what they wanted to do in yeah. four the writing the writing was mind-blowing the, the yeah. writing was was it, you never you never saw that like like lots of movie franchises had sequels and had stories that continued but none of them interwove the way that saw did right like it just didn't happen none of them like, had that was the little easter eggs and stuff and that's that's well, our not even bread that. and butter was it that's four our and shit. five was it four and five or three and four that took place at the exact same time three and four three and four that yeah. that fucking reveal at the end of four when you read when everything kind of sinks in and it does like the hellraiser thing where it's like you think it's two pieces and then they twist and they sink into each other (laughs) like that that is one of the more mind-blowing twists he was he wasn't talking about the hellraiser movies by the way he was he was using (laughs) his hands to show me the lament configuration but thank you you can't see that 
<laughs> the Lamont configuration. <laughs> um, yeah, just incredible, dude. It's so, so good. And then as the franchise went on, they started, you could sort of tell like they were starting to not grasp at straws, but it got harder and harder to kind of weave new stories it in. It got more and more convoluted as the but story went on. But they were still on. great. They were yeah. still great. Yeah. Saw 3D, if I'm remembering correctly, Saw 3D left a little bit of a sour taste in our mouths. Yeah. Jigsaw was good for what it was, but it felt a hair tacked on. It felt separate. Um, way, yeah. Spiral was a completely separate thing. I almost don't even, until they somehow bring that into the lineage, I don't even consider that part of the main story right. at all. That's a side story. Right. And I like it. Which is it. fine. I, mean, I like, like Spiral I, yeah. a lot outside of the voice, the stupid, I want to play a game. Um, <laughs> do you, do you want to play a game? It kind of sounds like the... Um, sounds maybe, like Paul Bear. <laughs> I want to play a game. Oh, my oh. Undertaker. My Jigsaw. <laughs> um, yeah, I like Spiral, but it, it's it's separate, so we don't even count it. So yeah. that brings us to Saw X. Going into Saw X, mm-hmm. I had not read a single review. I had not heard anybody talk about it. I had not talked about it with anybody who had seen it. I went in completely blind with the exception of seeing one trailer. We watched the trailer and that was That's it. That's it. Right. Um, all I know about it is that it's the highest grossing, correct me if I'm wrong here, it's the highest grossing since Saw 3D, right? Right. Uh, and o- it was- the- Opening weekend, it matched um, the original Saw. Yep. Which doesn't, like Saw 3 and Saw- We did way better. Saw 3 and 4 yeah. and 5 all grossed way more in their opening weekend, but it was- but then saw uh, six through uh, spiral basically all kind of dropped off. They did. So they this got... was so this was yeah. a success. Yeah, it was a, it was definitely a success. It's also though the highest reviewed movie since what Saw three, I think um, three or four some like that. I know there's one of them. This could be a correction for yeah, next week. Yeah, we might have to correct that, but I can't. But it was very very highly highly reviewed. Mm-hmm. So going into it, we had high hopes. Yeah. Did. The movie, <laughs> did the movie hold up to what we thought? Do we just throw it out there right now? Let's. 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 Yeah, let's. Because cause I feel like unpacking this, it's going to it's gonna, it's gonna start taking shape pretty quickly. We are, if you haven't noticed by now from the last 10 minutes of talking, we are massive Saw fans. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I don't know that this movie did everything that I wanted it to do for me as a Saw fan. Yeah. Um... There was a lot of highlights. There was a lot of lowlights. Yeah. And there was a lot of just eh yeah. to me. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, I loved seeing John Kramer back. Yep. Um, even though, even though John, like, you know what? Before we before we break that down, because we're gonna be mentioning things that happened in the movie, a quick thing here. Saw X takes place between Saw and Saw 2. Right. So if you're watching them in chronological order, that's how you're going to watch this from now on. Um, this is when John is is sick with brain cancer, and he finds out that there is somebody that is doing basically miracle work out in Norway. Uh, however, uh, he can't get to Norway. However, his the, the guy who like pioneered this technique, his daughter is continuing his work, and she has a shop set up in <clears throat> Mexico. She's taking it on the road. Like, yeah. She, they're basically trying to duck big pharma. Big pharma's trying to put them out of business because they don't like the fact that they're essentially curing cancer. Yeah. 
Um, Which, let's be honest, is the most real story that Saw has ever told. Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the that's the most that's the most believable part of yeah. this movie. So, um, so his daughter Cecilia uh, Peterson, uh, P. Yeah, Peterson. Yeah, that's weird. They spell her last name interestingly. Um, Cecilia Peterson is just, her name. They just replaced the T with a D. Yeah, and I'm not used to seeing it. Well, it's because she's fucking. Go fuck off, James. <laughs> I'm not used to seeing it that way. Um, she's um. She sucks. Uh, so she's doing this thing in Mexico. John Kramer basically goes within like a week of getting a phone call from her. He travels down there, pays them all this money, miracle surgery, cures them. He's living and, life great for a week. And he finds out about this through a guy who he was in um, yeah, what cancer was like, group. Yeah, like, group. A can- like a cancer support group. Yep. And there was this guy with stage four pancreatic cancer, which is like... You know, there's no coming back from that. Yeah. And he sees this guy out in public, and he's looking great. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh my god, dude! Like, so these this, are my war scars." Yeah. There's this amazing, like, I found this group who does this, you know, cutting edge. It's surgery mixed with this cocktail of drugs that it's not FDA approved, and and he basically, you know, tells John, "Here's the link. The link is live. If you want to try and get a hold of these people, go for it." So that's where John. That's where he gets it from. Right. So he goes there. He has the surgery, and he's in recovery. And he's basically there for like a week taking these drugs to kind of keep everything good. Right. And then he gets to go home. And he pays a lot of money in cash. Yeah. He meets a bunch of people, which that comes back actually have some some connective tissue. Okay. From other movies. Sure. Um. That being said, though, when he gets down there, he meets a girl named Gabriella. She basically is the host i don't i don't know i don't know yeah. what you call her like she meets him at the door when he gets to the to the the hidden area yeah in she Mexico. makes sure the patients are you know they get them set up in their quarters and she makes sure they're comfortable and if anything they need she's yeah she's basically yeah. there just to kind of make their stay more pleasant and then you have mateo who was the cab driver no. was mateo or was that diego no yeah uh mateo was the um he was one of the sir the, one of the doctors well, he, oh, Mateo, well, Mateo, well, Mateo was the one and one and the same. Not to give, not to jump ahead here. The cab driver and the surgeon were the same person. Wrong. Yes. No. no wrong. No. Uh, talking about no. Yes, they were. No, Mateo was the surgeon. Mate, Mateo was the surgeon. Diego was the cab driver. But the cab driver was also in the surgery under the mask because he looks at him and he recognizes the eyes as being the same person. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but he's not the surgeon. He's just one of the like the Okay, so he's one of the, the yeah, nurses, if of, you will. Yeah, or like the uh surgical for lack of surgical text sure. or something okay. like that. Yeah. Doesn't matter. He's right. he's there. Right. Um we just gave away a big plot point. Um there's also <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Before we continue. Spoilers. Spoilers. This movie just came out Well, a month ago. A month ago. If you haven't seen it yet. We're going to talk about all of it. We're going to give you all of the spoilers. We're going to give you all of the connect, the connecting, as you said earlier, the connective tissue to <clears throat> previous movies yep. and movies to come. Uh, so if you don't want to know about this movie, please go see the movie. Yeah, absolutely. And then come back and listen absolutely. to this. And who was, the, who was the guy that was in the chair before him? That, that was, was Parker Sears. Parker Sears. That's yes. the one. So Par- um, Parker Sears was another patient who had yep. just gotten, he had just uh, had throat, he had throat cancer and he had just gotten surgery. 
and John met him post-surgery. Yep. And he was, you know, talking this place up, talking about what an amazing job they did and everything. And then you have Valentina, who was... A nurse. A nurse. Yep. yep. Okay. So these are all important uh, characters to remember because they are your focus of this evening's game. Right. So keep those all people in mind. Right. Um, rejoining Tobin Bell, though, in this movie is Shawnee Smith, who mm-hmm. is reprising her role as Amanda. Mm-hmm. Good to see the two of them back together. Yep. I mean, in theory, it's <laughs> good to see the two of them back together. <laughs> um, Shawnee Smith has been a staple of the Saw series, though, since the very beginning. Yeah. She's always been there. She was kind of like John Kramer's protege, mm-hmm. uh, in, a, in a sense. Yeah. And being that this movie takes place between Saw 1 and 2, you get a real taste of him training her and him carrying on his work after he passes right. and, and this and that. Right. Um, so the movie sets up to be awesome. You come to find out that the surgery that Tobin Bell thought he got, he never actually got it. He pulls his head bandages. How would you not know, too, though, that your head wasn't drilled into? I understand the drugs are supposed to be super well, good. Well, but... she she says she says that this cocktail of drugs that you take, because uh, they give him the surgery, and then they set him up in this nice place where he can recover, and she says, uh, you take... You take one of these in the morning. It's like a little vial of liquid. She says you drink one in the morning and one at night. It's a cocktail of drugs that's going to help to... Uh, what what the hell did they call them? They call them uh, cyto... I don't know, some fucking... You know, sure. like meta metacytophosphates or something. And they were... Essentially, they were supposed to attack... Um, uh, well, they were supposed to attack the cancer cells. It was supposed to attack not uh, as pain receptors. <laughs> well, no, she she said, but they also have a, a strong pain reliever still. in them. I feel like still though, how would you not know that somebody just removed part of your skull? Well, and that's like... the that's the thing is like these people are doing what they're doing. So why not just like why not just like I don't know open like, them up. <laughs> well, not not necessarily open them up, but like do something to hurt him on the back of his head so he thinks that there's pain. Sure. You know what I mean? Take a scalpel and just cut a square at, you know. Because you obviously don't care that much. Yeah. Right? And shave him. Yeah. Even shave his head. Fucking shave him. So, yeah. If you you can't pick it up by now, it's all scam. And they they took John and everybody else for all of their money. And uh, Cecilia Peterson is a con artist. Now you understand why all these people were part of the game. Uh, so, so now Tobin, is she, is she, I, this is one part I never really, uh, figured out is, is she actually the daughter of that guy? Do you think? I don't know. They I never don't, really they don't, thought too much about they it. They never really touch on it. Probably, probably not. Right. I would say probably not. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. Would, okay. Being that she said that she was calling her father and she was actually calling, she was calling else. somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she, Yeah. Most likely not. Yeah. And also, if you were... Okay, definitely not. Because if you were the daughter of a of, of this world-renowned surgeon who is actually curing cancer, you wouldn't need to go off and scam people. Sure. Right? No. So... Yeah, you'd be, you'd be pretty well off. So she's definitely not the, 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 that the daughter. That makes sense. I never even thought about <laughs> yeah. that, but you're, but you're absolutely I'm just kind of working through it right now. It's one of those details that I never really thought about. So, so knowing that he got done fucked, Tobin Bell... Yeah. Um, John Kramer takes matters into his own hands at at 81 years old because that's how old Tobin Bell was in real life in this movie, which is one of the things that we notice is that they they take this movie and they they place it in between Saw 1 and 2. The age of 
I, we appreciate the fact they brought all these characters back, right? Mm-hmm. Tobin Bell has not been a main focus of a Saw movie in a long time. Yeah. It works for him to a degree because he has cancer. He was... And he's run down. And he, he was looks months old. away from death, they and said. He was, so. and, and he was already relatively up in age in the original Saw. He wasn't super old. Yeah, but like, he was in his 60s, It's enough so. to where it's, it's a passable difference between then and now. Right. Shawnee Smith, though, we had talked about this earlier. Shawnee Smith has aged quite a bit, and not in a and bad still, way. I mean, she yeah. still looks great, but she's not saying obviously that in a bad way. twenty years older than she was in Saw. But if you're watching it's a this, distracting. if you're watching this in chronological order, it it doesn't work. This is one of those those instances where I don't want to say digital de aging is always a good thing, but if you can put like a ten percent sheer over her, right? Just. Just peel a few, just peel a few years off. But you get what I'm saying, peel though. Them off. I'm not talking about a full facial reconstruction, but if you can do a little bit to soften her a little bit and just whatever, I've seen it done in other movies and it looks great. Like they can do it. This might have been an instance to do it for no other reason than you're building a world and you don't want pieces to stick out, and that kind of does. You know what I'm saying? It right. was distracting. It's, it's, it's one of, like yeah. It's distract. So if I watch this again, which I will, because mm-hmm. I love the Saw movies, um, mm-hmm. if I watch this again, I'll be able to go back into it with a little bit of. I'll be able to put that aside a little bit, you know. Probably. I'll be. I'll be able to. On first watch, it's you notice it, and you can't stop. Noticing you need to. It. You need to disconnect your brain yeah. from that distraction, which is Shawnee Smith. Even though she still looks great. She obviously looks 20 years older than she does in Saw 1 and in Saw 2. Sure. So it's like, <laughs> it's like Saw 1, she looks very young. I, I appreciate Saw, what they were Saw doing. Saw X, which is supposed to take place right after Saw 1, she looks 20 years older. And then you go back and you watch Saw 2. and Getting she's like, off drugs is supposed to make you look younger. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So... And the I, and the the fucking the haircut was terrible. The haircut was. I terrible. mean, her haircut in two was terrible. They did what they but could this do. This was even worse. They they tried to do their best, and I think they did their best, honestly, in trying to make her look the same age. Yeah, absolutely. It's just it's just it's kind of an impossible task, though. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um. So that was a little bit distracting. Um. Which I don't want to say that it takes away from the movie, but it definitely takes away from my viewing experience. When like every time she's on screen, that's all I'm seeing. <laughs> You're just you like, know. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean about it no, either. Like that, I said, she it. still looks great. Yeah, but it's just it's distracting. Like the the decision to make her a focal character. Yeah, and not just like somebody who's working in the background. Maybe you see her face once or twice. Well, this like, is the most you've ever seen her, aside from Saw Two. It really is because she's. I mean, she's like a main character this in is, Saw Two. But I, this is the most you've ever seen. Her. This is the most you've ever seen of John Kramer too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's in all the other movies, but this is by far the most you've ever seen him on screen. Yeah. Um, and 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 he was great. I, I Tobin Bell, I thought, gave just as amazing of a performance in this than any of the other ones yeah. that we've seen. Yeah. He was fantastic. Yeah. I, I like, you know, I like watching him. <laughs> sounds sadistic, but I like watching him work, you know? Sure. And, like, actually seeing him front and center there viewing the whole thing was interesting 
I especially liked when he was trying to figure out where their headquarters were because they they blindfold him or put him in the back of a van so he can't see where they're going. Oh, he's like sketching out. The... Well, he's he's looking for monuments and he knows where they were in conjunction with where he was, and so he actually figures out where the headquarters was based on monuments. And it makes you think back to because he's he's looking out. If I'm not mistaken, he's looking out at the sunset at one point in time, and he's talking to uh, Peterson, Doctor Peterson, and he says. Uh, He's what's the quote? Some like poetic quote. He says like the sun sets on me. The sun sets on me today, only to rise on me one more time tomorrow, or sure. something like that. You know, um, probably more poetic than that because I'm a piece of shit. But um, <laughs> when he's saying that, he's looking at that cell tower, yeah, out on the mountain. Yeah. So then when he's trying to figure out where these people are headquartered, and this is like this isn't when he's in like jigsaw mode. All he wants to do is take a bottle of tequila back to Gabriella and thank her for being such a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's sitting at a cafe looking out at this mountain and he sees that cell tower and he's triangulating the, like he's doing a little sketch to triangulate the location so that he can go back out and figure out where it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was really, I thought that was cool too. I did a lot. Um, and then he goes back there to <laughs> deliver the bottle of tequila, and he realizes that the place is ransacked and was left in a hurry. Mm-hmm. And then he puts two and two together and realizes, I got taken. Yeah. And thus starts your movie. Right. Uh, makes a phone call to a certain um, NYPD a uh, detective. detective. I mean, who could it be? Who could it be? <laughs> um, makes a call to him being like, we have, we have people that might, uh, might need our help. Might be in need of our services. And uh, we open back up, and you have Cecilia, Gabriella, Diego, Mateo, and Valentina all strapped in a circle, basically, in, uh, the, Diego, in the main room. Diego wasn't there. Diego was the one who he did first with the things in his uh, arms. Well, things in his arms. Yeah, the explosives on his, the pipe bombs oh, on his oh, arms. Oh, the, the eyes, the eye thing. No, 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 the yeah. explosives on his arms. The eye thing was a the eye thing was an intrusive thought, which oh, I actually yes, kind yes, 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 I actually kind of love that part because <laughs> we all have intrusive thoughts, right? Sure. This was the first time that we ever got to see Jigsaw's intrusive thoughts, mm-hmm. which was he saw this guy, this young orderly at the hospital, about to steal a ring and a watch from a, a patient who was all fucked up. Yep. And you suddenly see it cuts to this guy and this is actually the the cover art for the for the movie with like the guy with the two tubes coming out of his eyes and it cuts to that scene where that guy by the way i turned to Aaron i was like easiest easiest decision ever like all you had to do you have these things hooked up to your eyes all you had to do was switch the dial oh, five times all, to do, break your fingers yeah i agree bro break like I'll break my fingers right now. And you don't have to. It doesn't look like you had to do them one at a time. You could have probably just gone. Just to swipe five. it across. And, yeah. yeah. Done. Yeah. But you find out that was just one of John's intrusive thoughts. He's sure. like, oh, this is what I would do to you. And then he, the guy ends up putting the watch and the ring back. And Good decision. Yeah, he comes walking out. <laughs> and he's like, Good decision. Um, so you made that, the right choice. Yeah. So, but then Diego was the first guy. Yes. Okay. Who okay. John brought back, and he did. He was his, the cab driver. He did his. He was the cab driver. Right. He did his. Uh, his game, independent of the others, he hooks up two pipe bombs to his to his arms, which I liked. Were they like, really cruel? Like he didn't have all of his tools, so he made literal pipe bombs and then just shoved them right. into his arms. Right. And he's and then he duct taped two scalpels to the guy's arms, and he says, "You have to cut 
your arm. You have to basically cut into your arms, into the muscle to pry these pipe bombs off. That guy lives. He does. Did we see what ends up no. happening to him? So that's going to come back eventually. I mean, hopefully. I, I What I hope about this movie is that it will eventually tie in better. Um, and because I, they're I, maybe they're sowing new roots, you know? Yeah. But, Isn't this a, it's a planned trilogy, right? No. I don't think there's no... Did I not hear that? I thought I heard that somewhere. No. I, I've never heard that, at least. They're going to... I mean, I, they're... Yeah. I wonder... I hope so, because one of my big my big takeaways from the movie is that it didn't really connect to anything. Like one of the one of the reasons that we love the Saw movies is that they're all so intricately made. Mm-hmm. You cannot have one without the other, right? Right. And as time went on, they got less and less and less and less. And being and given the hype that I'd heard about the movie, I was really hoping that it did that again. Yeah. And it, it really didn't. Like there, you could this movie. You could never see this. Watch the rest of the movies, and you're not missing anything. Yeah, you know they don't hook into anything. They don't. They don't affect anything else. They don't whatever. Like there's there's a little bit of connective tissue in Saw Six. I think it is. Hold on, let me go to my notes here. In Saw Six, um, yeah, Saw Six. He talks about a cancer. Uh, John Kramer talks about a cancer surgery that his insurance was denied for mm. originally. And I think the idea is that this is that ins- oh, this is um, that thing that he got denied for. Or he got or he got denied for another one and this is why he was resorting to something, sure. You know. It, so that connects a little bit. Sure. Um but and then he but but he does mention though, no, see this is why this is where it connects. He mentions that that surgery took place in Norway. And his and his insurance doesn't cover that. Oh, so so they did connect that little bit of a tissue yeah, that's, there. That's pretty cool. I'll give it that. I'll yeah. give it that. But that's that's literally it, though. Yeah. Outside of bringing a couple characters back, right? That felt a little. Sh- I don't want to say shoehorned in, but like they don't connect. That's the thing. Like like the the Saw movies always did such a good job of cobwebbing everything together, right? And it just didn't. I yeah. was very let down by by that. Yeah, honestly. And this movie feels very different because it's not, A, it's not about a New York detective detecting something, which has been every, almost every single Saw movie to date. It's been a, it's been a police procedural. This was not. Um, yeah, oh yeah, you're right, yeah. This was not. Yeah, because you had, cause you had uh, Danny Glover in the first one. Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg. Hoffman. Rig. Rig. Which wasn't a detective, sure. but um, Chris Rock, even in Spiral. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. So every movie has, has been a police procedural, right. for the mo- at least somewhere in like it. Like them going in and finding the carnage of J- Jigsaw they're almost, after the they're fact. They're almost and like narrating piecing it, it together, right? Yeah, they're almost narrating the story. Right. This was not that. Right. This was also a standalone, like beginning, middle, end kind of movie. Even the the, the twist, the, the quote unquote twist at the end, spoilers. Yeah. The the original dude that was the patient, quote unquote, in the beginning of the with movie, the throat surgery. Uh, he he apparently was in cahoots the entire time with the surgeon. He was also in on it the whole deal. Like that's the twist, and it wasn't even that big of a twist. No, because you 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 have to think that if everybody else there was part of the scam, why wouldn't he be? Yeah, you know. Yeah, like oh, you have a you have another patient here to like to welcome this patient to really lock in this idea that that this is a um you know a life-changing yeah. thing 
You know what would have been cool, and and I haven't seen Spiral honestly since we watched it last time. Yeah, this could have been a cool way though to to dig Spiral in because what was because wasn't Samuel Jackson's character? He was a cop too, right? Yes, and he had been following the story and this and that and yada yada. Right. A cool a cool connecting piece would have been Samuel Jackson's character, and I don't know if this actually works. So don't take this as Bible. I'm just kind of spitballing here as I'm thinking. But what if Samuel Jackson's character ended up being the detective he called long before Hoffman? Right? And then, he... and then you could start connecting, doing some connective tissue in the Samuel L. Jackson's character wasn't involved with John Kramer. That we know of. Hmm. I mean, like I said, I, I, don't know if, the... I don't know if it works. I don't know if it works. I'm just spitballing off no, the top of my head. No, he was just obsessed with finding... John Kramer, I think, or and maybe, obs- but maybe it comes out later that the reason he was obsessed with it is because he helped him, and then he felt so guilty. He had a guilty conscience or something. Like you yeah. could, you could weave it in. I'm just saying, like, yeah, no, I get what you're there's saying. There's a better twist they could have, or a better connection point they could have used than just using Hoffman again. Like I know that it's that time period. I know right. that it's, it, I know that that's where it is. But yeah. like, Saw is so well known for not giving you what you think is going to happen. Right. Hoffman was the second he said detective. Detective. I, I knew exactly right. who he was talking about. Yeah. That wasn't the big Hoffman reveal at the end of the story was not a big reveal to me. That was just a oh wait, where'd Hoffman go? Right. Before we ever even saw him. Right. Yeah. Which Costas, um, what's his name? Costas. Mandalore Costas. How Ma- can Mandalore. you forget that Sorry, name? It's Mandal- the best Mandalore name. Costas. It's literally the best name anyone's ever had. I don't think he's aged. He looks the exact same oh, as he did uh, yeah. in the original well, movies. Well, because he was, what, he didn't come in until the third or fourth movie? Yeah. Was it? So it, was, it, was, it wasn't right away. Third or so fourth. Something like but that, even yeah. still, I mean, that was 15 years ago. Um, yeah, he, and you only see him for a short period of time on screen. But uh, let's get to the traps. I mean, like, let's, that's, that's what you're here for, right? When you're talking... When yes. you're talking about Jigsaw, you talk about the traps. Let's go through them in order. Okay. Eyeball trap, we've already talked about. Eyeball trap, we talked about. All you had to do was break your fingers, but it turned out to be a fantasy that was the, anyway. That was the coolest looking trap of the entire movie, and it, it was, wasn't even real. It was the only one that looked like a fucking Jigsaw trap. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it, yeah. And, I, and I, I understand that he had a very limited amount of time and limited resources. Did he? So he, he had an entire like raising platform with switches and everything else. Like He had I've, time to build some well, shit. Well, this was a warehouse, so that thing might have had some sort of... Well, not, I don't but know. it had he the had fucking handles to, on it and shit. He had to put a pump system with fucking blood in it. Yeah. Well, some of the, some of the equipment was left behind by the... By the people. One of the reasons, one of the reasons why the original Saw movies and their traps always worked out in terms of believability, even if they were a bit stretched, is because you saw, I mean, almost every movie, Jigsaw's workshop. He had been, excuse me, making traps right. for a long time. Right. So all he had to do was then put them into practice. So right. it's not inconceivable, but that he already had these things laid out. Right. In this particular movie, he's in another country. He's not in his workshop. And the traps just appear. <laughs> right. It doesn't make a well, lot of sense. Well, I mean, he calls Hoffman. So is it possible that Hoffman no. brought some, I, you're, brought I, some that's, of his that's shit? That's a reach. 
No, because Hoffman doesn't come down there. Oh, yeah, because Hoffman, Hoffman just yeah. helps him tracking the people and down. I don't think Hoffman's going to spend, like, a couple thousand dollars in shipping things. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's that To me, that's a plot hole. Yeah. Um, And the time period, too. Like, he did that quick. That doesn't make sense. How quick was it, do you think? It that's that's one like, of the things Aaron and I were talking about yesterday. I would like say how... a week's time, because they're going to skip town. Right. You know, they're not going to stay in one place for long. So they all had to be in town for him to find them still. So oh, I'm thinking so, matter so, of days, maybe a week. So tops. that's something that kind of ran through my mind too. That house that Peterson was standing in or staying in. Yeah. Would that have been a rental? Because if Airbnb. she's, if she, well, Airbnb <laughs> didn't exist back then. So would she, cause that was a nice house. Sure. Would she have just rented that place for a short period of time? Like, do you get, no idea. Do you see why this is weird to me? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because if you're in town just to like fuck somebody it was over, like a cartel house, like it was. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I something like that. It I was like a big. It was a big, it, beautiful sure. mansion. I'm like, I'm like, it's obviously not her house because she takes this shit show on the road. So, I don't know why. Why waste your money on such a nice place? <laughs> why not go find a seedy hotel that's off the beaten path somewhere yeah. where? Where it's not so easy to track you down. No idea. You know what I mean? No idea. I, I think that it was just a cool location and they used it. Yeah. It's probably all it was. Yeah, you're probably right. All right. First uh, first trap is Valentina. Yeah. And uh, her trap is that she has to cut her leg off and extract bone marrow before... What do they call those saws? She has to cut her leg off with a, a gili saw. A gili saw, yeah. Have you ever seen... Yes. We've talked about Gili saws quite a bit on the show, actually. You have you actually ever seen one in practice? In Not the, in practice. In, no. In the first in 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 real life. No. It's it's gnarly. Yeah, I'm um, sure they cut great. Well, Aaron was telling me about them one time. They use them in like actual surgeries and stuff. Don't oh they? yeah, because yeah. what they say in the, in the movie is uh, is true. It's like it's it's a very rudimentary rudimentary piece of equipment, but it it's so efficient at cutting off limbs with a very clean cut and i watched uh it was a diabetic patient who had to get their leg cut off and i watched it they you know it's like you can find these educational videos online and stuff and aaron was telling me about them one time and i was like that's it seems barbaric like you just take this fucking wire and just saw through somebody's leg Mm -hmm. but she's like just watch watch a good show and so it was this it was a diabetic patient who had to have a would you say What'd you say? I said that's a good show. What is the wire? Oh, <laughs> you've never watched the wire. It's um, episode. It, but like I, it's it. They use the weight of the person's leg, so like they take it. It looks like a garot, a, a garot wire, basically. Yeah. yeah. And they take the person's leg and they put it underneath the leg, and then they essentially use the weight of the leg pushing down, and then they just kind of pull up, and they just go zip, 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 and it cuts this person's leg off in like fifteen seconds. Sure. And it's such a clean cut. Well, this cut. chick did not cut her leg off in 15 seconds. Well, I mean, imagine you have to do it to yourself. It's One <laughs> of the things, I, I I rolled my eyes the second that this trap started. Because Why? A, I don't think that the, it's it's physically possible for a person to cut their leg off like that. You'd pass, out, you'd pass out from shock. No, you you would pass the, out from shock. No, first. with the amount of adrenaline uh, of adrenaline, right. I mean, the, maybe the fucking the guy. I just don't buy it. I don't. I don't. The guy from 127 hours cut his own arm off with a pocket knife with a rusty but his, pocket. But his knife. arm had also been trapped for so long that he probably had no feeling in that part of his arm anymore. 
You got to keep that in mind. He cut it off above where it was crushed. You're still going to... Fine, you're, fine. You're still... Not only are the you still going to feel does it, but it, he though, cut it off with a pocket the knife. The way that she does it, though, with a zip, 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 like... I don't know. I, I get, like, a splinter in the wrong area, and I touch it, and it hurts like fucking crazy. Like, I don't know that I could ever fully cut my leg off. I don't think I could get more than two swipes with that Gigli saw. If you know Honestly. That, if you know that your head's about to be cut off... Because this is what her... I she, feel like I would just sit there and take it. She had to, because it's she not had even, to cut her She had to cut her own leg off with the Geely saw. It's not, and then it's she not even to, just that. And then it's, she had to extract bone marrow by sticking a, a suction thing into her femur. As if that's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like, and she on. had to get a certain amount of marrow out in, uh, in three minutes. And if she didn't get it done, then another Geely saw that was... Uh, aligned with her neck would come and cut her head off. Which, spoilers, <laughs> she cuts her own leg off, gets it done. She gets the thing. <laughs> the, when this they, is why I'm looking when at John gets, Kramer at this. I'm like, come gets, on, guy. When she gets through the bone <laughs> and then she gets to that last little piece of skin that she has to get through, that was pretty gnarly looking. Yeah. Like that last little pull where it's just like, ugh. Um, yeah, it's like, well, and th- that seemed more brutal to me too. Like the fact that like she, she already then she had did to it extract, and she's it. doing it. Like, yeah, it's like that's the it should have just been her leg. Cut your leg yeah, off. Yeah, it's like hey man, whatever. she cut her fucking leg off. Like don't make her do the bone marrow thing. And this is this is kind of my this is kind of where like these traps didn't feel completely in line with other traps from previous movies. Right, because it was it was not only like a. It seemed it was not only a sacrifice that had to be made, but then it was like was torture. Like, and the whole point, right. the whole point of other movies in the series was, you're not doing this for the reason. You're just doing this to torture people. It's like that's exactly what you're doing here, dude. Like, right. it didn't really kind of, it didn't really match up. Yeah. So, so she doesn't survive. Well, I guess that. it's it's similar to like the pound of flesh trap in uh, five. Sure, but that's just a pound of flesh. You have to cut off enough, right, to do a pound. Yeah. It's not your whole leg. Your whole leg is mean, like a chicken, fucking ham hock. I mean, the chick ends up <laughs> chopping her whole arm off. But um, um and, and I didn't like. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this one and jump ahead. I I hated that they did the same trick with two of the different uh, traps, where it was you had to do a thing that was incredibly thing. painful, and then you had to do the other thing, and both of the people did the thing, the first thing. And then they had to do the other thing, and it came down to the time. Like that to me says you're willing to do it. Yeah, you Give did them, it. Yeah, you know exactly, exactly. It's yeah, it's like, come on, man. It doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> like, follow. It almost doesn't follow its own rules at that point. Right. You know. Right. Um. So what was the second trap? The second trap was second trap would have been uh, Mateo. Yes. And he had to do. Uh, what was Mateo's? It was shit why can't i think of what his was because it was supposed to be the girl but amanda oh mateo mateo was the other guy he was the brain surgery guy oh yeah that this one was even more dumb yeah i don't think you can give yourself open brain surgery and just pull out a piece of your brain and put it in a in a thing without without a passing out i i don't think there's any amount of adrenaline that's gonna let you cut into your own brain and take a pair of tweezers and pull a piece of your brain out. Depends on what piece you pulled out. I, I, I just don't buy As it. long as you didn't pull out a piece that had it. anything to do with your motor skills. I don't buy it. I mean, because the brain feels no pain. Yeah, but you don't know where it is. What? what? You don't know where that piece of your brain is. I, you're right, I don't. 
but I'm just what I'm saying theor- is like this theoretically is, though you could pull a piece of your brain out without causing any severe the saw series is very far fetched already right this one took it a bridge too far for me like I was like I'm watching this I'm like this is this is too much like this is dumb like this is not a saw trap well and, I mean and also to 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 carve out a perfect circle from your skull when you're not even. Yeah. When you're seeing it through a camera, yeah, like no way, dude. That's not, I'd, that's not I, happening. I would touch. I would touch that blade to my skull. I'd be like, "Fuck it, just kill me." Nah, I'm not yeah. doing this. Nah, I'm not doing yeah. this. And then how did he die? The thing was hooked up. Oh, it was like a. Oh, it was a it fucking was like, toaster. It was like an. <laughs> it was like an Aztec mask. Yeah, with a toaster. But inside. it like clamped down on his head and and fried him. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Uh, Which doesn't make any sense because they talk about the Aztec thing earlier when john kramer's getting his uh his tour around yeah. and they talk about cutting out the heart if you're gonna do an aztec mask thing it should be about cutting your heart out yeah like I if mean, you don't do this in three minutes then you get your, your heart cut yeah, out or something be... like that, that's awesome, my that's awesome my john, awesome john kramer voice by the way but you gotta, mm, if you don't <laughs> you if give you what i'm saying though your brain like, <laughs> but you give what i'm saying though like that that should have been that that's a missed opportunity. Sure, yeah. They even drew attention to that in the beginning, and they just didn't really follow through on it. Right. Um, so after he was... Then it was Gabriella. Then it was Gabriella. Gabriella's... I liked her trap, although... If you're being pulled from one leg to the other and you're being held out by chains, mm-hmm. you wouldn't look like this. Well, she didn't, did she? Her arm that was supposedly, like, basically picture a square, and there's a chain on the upper right and the lower left, and they're pulling you in opposite directions. Yeah. Your arm would be towards there. Your leg would be towards there. Her arm was consistently above her head the entire time. And it was distracting as all hell to me, because you could tell that she was just standing on something, raising her arm during I those scenes. I, I guess it would depend on it the was, tension, right? And the tension was was extreme so it showed yeah and and the way that her the way that her arm was angled was not where it, where it should have been yeah and i maybe maybe i'm part of the minority on this but that bothered the fucking hell out of me <laughs> every time they showed her i'm like she just looks like she's standing on a platform with her arm raised above her head like this she's not in peril yeah it didn't bother me that oh, it, it didn't bother the me. shit out of me <laughs> oh my god so she had to take a, a club basically and break all the bones in her in her one hand to release the handcuff and then her one foot to release her foot cuff or her ankle cuff otherwise she was going to get uh cooked by the radiation yep. from a uh, from a uh what like a is it, it's like a like a cat scan it a machine heater. no like it was a, like a heater well it was radiation they said specifically oh, that it, it was radiation it, it looked like one of those fucking um rocket heater things no i think it was i think it was from uh uh i mean what what uses radio does a cat scan cat scan uses radiation yeah. Yeah. to so it was probably that but with like you know the guard taken off or something i don't know i don't know exactly it looked like heat to me because it had the it had the the red hot grill. Sure, yeah. So, but she was basically, yeah, her face was getting cooked, and well, it's funny cause, she, cause and she also like, lives like she makes it well, out of her trap. Yeah, and Cecilia was like, "Do your, do your leg first because you'll swing the other way." If she would have done her her, uh, she would have hit the ground. If she would have done her arm first. She would have hit the ground, but she would have survived without her face being burnt off. Right. 
she wasn't that high. Well, I don't think she would have died. Well, Cecilia, <laughs> Cecilia said, do your leg first and you'll swing out of the way. And then when she swung out of the way, the, the heater followed her. <laughs> That's true, too. So, That's true, too. But So I which, think she was screwed either way. Which, where did John Kramer get a mechanical arm to move down? Like, this is not, like these traps were so... I mean that's every that's every song movie though. Aside for, from the first movie, like it just felt well, more egregious because he had no time to set them up. First, first and second movie, actually, first, second, and third movie. It's it's once you hit the fourth movie where you start to get these you start jumping the shark a little bit. You start to get these huge, elaborate, elaborate things that take up an entire room. Yeah. But even in those movies, even the giant traps that take up an entire room. They still look like they're very rudimentary. They still look like a cobbled together piece of equipment that a that an engineer would be able to put together. Yeah, like these things that they're using in this movie, it's they too were much. It was it was so. It's like where'd you get this shit, John? Yeah, where'd you get this in a week's time? In a week's time, where'd you get it? And you're dying. You're actively dying. So like, come on, man. <laughs> apparently they filmed this. Uh, apparently they filmed some of these scenes. Uh, I don't know if it was the main torture area or if it was somewhere else but they used the same location again that the original saw was filmed in it's the oh, really? fourth or fifth time they've used that location oh that's yeah. cool yeah. so that's kind of cool yeah um all right so after after her was the finale right after her parker sears shows up and he's now at this point you you quote unquote don't know that he's part of it and he shows up as the disgruntled um patient who has also been screwed out of his money. Yep. And he shows up and he sees all this carnage. He's like, oh, fuck. Well, he technically shows up after the first, <clears throat> after uh, the first one. And he's he's kind of there in the background, but then he comes back into play at this point. Oh, by the way, I got to bring up one part because Aaron was dying during this part. She's like, this is so fucking stupid. Uh, after Valentina dies and her body's laying on the ground, uh, um, Amanda. Had, oh God! Amanda had left a cart sitting in the middle of the room, I and hated she this part. Ha- she left she left her jacket sitting on the cart, and her cell phone was in the jacket, and it starts going off at one point, and so they realize, oh my God, there's a cell phone. If we can get the cell phone, we can call for help. So. <laughs> To get the cart, <laughs> they're trying to figure out like if they can use their coats to like hook it, like with a, you know, like use their coats as a rope or something like that. So, Dr. Peterson goes over to Valentina's body and uses a piece of metal to cut open her stomach and she pulls out her small intestine. <laughs> and then they toss the intestines to each other. Now we have a rope, <laughs> and then they use the intestines. Mm. As a rope to pull so, the card over. It was so stupid. Was, like, I don't know how you're editing this movie and you're watching this happen and you're like, this is a good idea. I mean, the small, I, listen, the small intestine is very resilient and it's very long. So it it's it not, is. it's not like completely beyond. But it, but it just looked so dumb. Oh, look terrible. Oh yeah. It was, but it was it's, awful. But it's also not, it's not, it's not completely out of the question. It's not, but. <laughs> It it's also just, like, just doesn't make for a good scene. It's just like, like it, yeah, you're just it like just looked dumb. There were so many options this is one of those before I- you went to small intestine. This is one of those ideas that looks really good on paper, but executed. Yeah. Doesn't work. Yeah. This should have been a deleted scene. Honestly. It should have been um, should have been deleted and, and reshot. And <laughs> reshot, do something different. Yeah. You know? Um, like, hey, they're all wearing shirts. Take your shirts off. 
and make a robot of it. There you go. Which look, I, look they at that. they were all cuffed. They were all cuffed at the wrist, though, so you wouldn't be able to get your shirt off. I mean, you could tear it. I'm just there's ways. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, but, I, I get it. But yeah, like, that scene like, was dumb. Was, <laughs> I was rolling my eyes at that. Like, come like, on, it, intestines. Yeah. So the very last uh, the last trap though was made for Cecilia, and is basically a teeter totter where you have one person on one side of a ramp, one person on the other side, and they both have switches that raises or lowers their perspective side. Right. And if you get to a certain height, if the other person raises you up a certain height, you get blood that falls out of a, a spigot above you, and you're basically getting blood boarded. I hate the fact that they said it, too. Yeah. Like, we know what's happening. Yeah. But somebody's, somebody says, somebody says, oh, I've heard of waterboarding, but bloodboarding, John? It's like, they said that, right? Yeah. Am I did. making that no, up? No, they did. They did. Yeah. And when they said that, I was like, yeah, <clears throat> we get it. You don't need to say that. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Just let some things be. Just, just let, let them some, be. Just let some things be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, this is this is where the whole, like, so Parker Sears shows up, and at first he it looks like he's going to be, like, Amanda and John are basically like, okay, this is sort of a a, a wrench in the works. Like, we now have to deal with this other guy, and he's obviously seen what we're doing, so we have to... See if we can trust him. So they chain him up for a while, and they take his gun, but then they eventually let him loose to see if they can trust him. Yeah. And he's just there, like, observing for a while. And then the last trap is about to happen, but then big twist. What's What's a twist? twist? (laughs) Parker Sears turns out to be part of the whole thing, and he's actually Cecilia Peterson's lover. And so he goes down, they end up chaining up Jigsaw and Amanda, and it's like, now that, how the turntables... How the tables have turned? How the turntables... <laughs> you don't watch The Office, never mind. Oh, sorry. Um, but, yeah, so now John and Amanda are are, are chained up, and... They this, bring a kid in. Yeah, this is that where... That part was kind of fucked. This, well, this is where, like, so Cecilia Peterson is obviously a piece of shit. Sure. But, like... Then they decide to make her into a complete psychopath. Yeah. Like, not not only is she a piece of shit, but now this kid shows up, and I'm gonna take the kid, and I'm gonna I'm gonna murder him in front of you, so that you can the last thing you see before you die a is a too child far. dying. It's like it's a bridge too far. It's like okay. I I didn't like how not to cut not to cut you off oh, from your story ahead. here, but I didn't like how like Jigsaw has always been the empathetic villain in yeah. these movies right i didn't like how there was a quote-unquote bigger bad in this movie i didn't like that uh that's i that's that's that, happened it's happened before with who hoffman hoffman was but, a Hoff, big... but it made sense because hoffman was trained under him and then he went rogue and did too much and then jigsaw had to teach him a lesson right that's true that that made sense in storyline yeah like you train someone to take over, and they do too much, or whatever. No, no, she's just a bigger bad. Right. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. That's... Like to me, Jigsaw should always be the biggest bad, but then still be very empathetic as a character. Like, right. That's why. That's why that character works. Right. You know, he's not the good guy, but they make him out to be the good guy in this, right. and I don't like that. Yeah. Didn't work for me. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um. 
so she ends up chaining or or putting putting him and the kid in the trap that was meant for her, which is the bloodboarding trap. Mm-hmm. And John's whole time down in Mexico, I did I did kind of like this. I told Aaron I sort of like this. You get to the end of the movie and the whole bloodboarding thing happens, <clears throat> and then the twist happens where it was all John. That was all part of his yeah. plan the entire time. And and Parker and Cecilia end up up in the control room where John had hid the money. And it turns out he had booby-trapped that room to... Uh, in what? Two hours? To poison them. Because they didn't know he was coming back. The The whole end of no, this no, movie no, was supposed no, no, no. to be on the rack. No, no, no. No, no, it wasn't. He planned all of that. He planned all of that. That's why the only thing that he learned... That's the Who only... was supposed to be the other person on the rack then? Because it wasn't supposed to be the kid. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. He planned that the entire time. He knew because the only thing that he learned how to say in Spanish when he was talking to the kid was pull. Hala. Sure. And he And he specifically showed the kid... The motion that he would use when he was like fixing the kid's bike wheel. Yeah. He specifically showed the kid as he was pulling back on the, the wheel, holla, holla. And so <laughs> holla. Hello, <laughs> and hello. So, and so when the him and the but kid what rapper is that? When him and the kid were <laughs> let me holla at you. Holla holla holla. When he showed the kid that, they made that little connection. So he knew that. Who knows how this how how who knows how he knew that this was gonna work out, but when they got up on the on the table together, the only thing John knew how to say to the kid was Sure, no holla, no holla. Sure. So don't pull this lever. He intended for it to play out that and that way the entire time. I don't know that I buy that though, because if the kid it's what you don't have to buy it, that's what it is, dude. If the kid did so the kid knew he was gonna get waterboarded? No. The kid didn't know. The kid didn't know. But, but he's telling the kid, don't pull, as in let me die. Don't don't let this woman kill you. John knew he wasn't gonna die. But that's but that's but I I I don't buy that. See, I, I we're looking at this, I think, in this is the only part of the movie I think we're at a bit of an impasse on. I don't think that that was part of John's plan at all. I think John was more than willing to die for the innocent kid. And the kid who looked at John as a guy who was very nice to him, that helped him, that did this. The kid was just a fucking superhero and wasn't going to let John... The kid was smart enough to realize what was happening and wasn't going to let John die. So the kid was going back and forth. John John was willing to die for him. Sure. I I fully believe that. That was not part of the plan. Okay. Um, So so my question is, what I think was... what, What I think was was supposed to be, I think that... It was always supposed to be Cecilia and then uh, what's his name? Parker. Parker on th- on the thing. They get out of it, make their way up there to get the money, and that's where they die. I think that was always the plan. <clears throat> John being on the, on the rack and the kid being on the rack was never a part of the plan. Ever. I mean, he, I mean, they specifically went back and they made it a point to show the part like. Earlier in the movie, John says to to Amanda, one way or another, this is going to work out. One way or another, yeah. So he had, okay, so maybe you're right. It was not, like, maybe it was never supposed to be him him and the kid. So maybe it was just serendipitous that he happened to, the only thing he learned how to say to the kid was pull. 
He just knew that they were going to go. I think it was. I, I honestly got it. Okay, I think it so, was. okay so let's he chalk that. He knew that they were going to go up there to get the money because he knew that Parker knew where the money was. All right, so let's chalk that up to a coincidence then. Yeah. That he just happened to learn that one word with the kid, right? Yeah, we'll sure. chalk that up to a coincidence. We'll just we'll leave it there. He's still, John always has a backup plan. He does. Always. Sure. Right? So even if it ended up being Parker and Cecilia on the table and one of them had died of bloodboarding and he knew that the other person would go up into the control room to or, get the the money but he but he I have an alt for but you. he set I that but he you. set that situation up he set that situation up for two people or because have, one of them alt. had to put their head through the 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 air hole to sure continue to be able to breathe i have i have two alts yeah one alt is that it was supposed to be him and amanda on the bloodboard maybe amanda didn't know it and he knew that amanda would save his life so they go back and forth yeah. That's that's one possibility. The other possibility is that the ending of this movie doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Good, that's a good possibility. I'm serious yeah. because because you're absolutely right. Like how if 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 the original idea was for him and Amanda to be on on the rack, then it makes sense for the trap up above with the with the gas and the air hole and all that stuff. Right. That makes sense for there to be two people up there and whatever. If he didn't see if if the original idea was for um Cecilia and what's his name to be on Parker. And Parker to be on, on, on the, the rack. Yeah. One of them was gonna die. And if they get and even if they got up there, that's only one person. Which tells me that somehow he refinangled and configured that room to be a trap in a matter of like two hours with nobody else knowing even though they were up there the entire time no, i think it was that a, doesn't make any i think sense. it was already a trap i think you're right i, I think, think you're right, so okay so take the kid out of the equation i think it was if, supposed to be him and amanda take the kid out of the equation if he kind of had figured and let's let's say like i said john's always got a backup plan right sure, sure. so had had uh Parker and Cecilia ended up on the bloodboarding table. One of them would have lived. One of them would have died. The one who had lived would have beaten Jigsaw's game. So by his rules, they would have gone free. So that would that's where it would end. Sure. So his backup plan was just in case something goes awry and say me and Amanda end up on the table... I've got this backup plan where the top the the control room is also rigged to sure. to take care of business. Yeah. If need be. And he did replace the bolts and the gun with nothing. He took the uh the gunpowder out of the bolts. Right. So Yeah, I, I, I think that it's just the I think the I think the most glaring and the most egregious thing is like the fact that he set all this up in yeah. a week. Yeah. You know, it's like I agree. I at the end of the day, um, you also the the, the post credit scene. Excuse me, the post credit scenes where you see Hoffman, um, and he's back in New York. And Jigsaw's they, back in New York. He's me, he's with Hoffman, and it's the guy that originally sent him down there who had the battle scar on the his, his who, chest. The guy who, yeah, the guy who he said, "Oh, I had too. stage four pancreatic cancer," yeah. and they healed me. Obviously, yeah. he was part of the grift. And, and it's the so, two of them setting up something, right? Basically, um, I okay. So now that we've gone through the entire movie. Where does Saw X fit on your ranking of Saw movies? Just 
off the cuff. Oh, jeez. You had you had to know that I was going to ask you this. <clears throat> well, I mean, that's like such a big ask, though. I think um, I know where mine is. All right, let me just let me let me think. So obviously, one, two, three, four, and five are just like it's not better than any of those. Sure. Six. I can't remember six. Which one was six? We talked about this in the car earlier. Six was so one was the original. Two was the house. Three was um was the guy whose kid got hit with by the drunk driver. Yes. Four was the um um uh shit. What was four? Was four? four was rig. Four was rig. Yep. Yep. Right. Five was the insurance guy. Yep. Six is six the one was... that we couldn't remember. Oh, si- oh no. Five was the five people. Five was the five people. Uh, like the reporter and the. Uh, um, do you remember that one? God, I don't. That's what. That's what we couldn't think of earlier. Okay. So it's one, two is the house, three is um the guy in the, uh the guy uh whose kid got hit by the drunk driver, mm-hmm. four was uh was rig was rig yeah i think you're right think no you're right. rig was fuck shit well regardless so, of it, we so, know you you know you liked those movies this isn't a question yeah. of what the movies were so about so saw x where does that fit saw 3d uh, kind of was balls um jigsaw was meh. jigsaw was fun but it didn't have really any bearing on the actual story outside of a flashback this one might be at the bottom i think i think it's at the bottom too i think this one might be at the bottom i think it's my least favorite saw movie so i so like i said yeah i think so dude like i said earlier i I actually didn't think about it earlier but it might be at the bottom i have not watched any other reviews on this or read or watched or anything any other reviews on this at all Mm mm-hmm and I've been saving it because I wanted to make sure that we talked about this and gave our honest opinion without any kind of outside influence. <clears throat> yeah. Now I'm very, very curious to see what other people thought of it. Yeah, I am um, too. And we are Saw apologists, like I said earlier. We love the entire series. I love this movie because it's more Saw. I'll give it that. Right. But it's not one that I'm going to go back to and watch consistently. It's just not. Um, it, it, you take it out of take it out of the lexicon of Saw movies. You're not missing anything. Right. It doesn't add anything to the story. It doesn't make it. There's nothing in this movie that makes any other part in any other Saw movie make more sense, which was the hallmark of the entire franchise. Right. So there you have it. Yeah. It's inconsequential. Yeah. It's not required viewing for the Saw franchise. Yep. I would, which uh, puts it at the bottom of the list for me because every other movie at least has something. Even the Chris Rock movie didn't fit in the in the in that timeline, but it's crafting a new story. And it was more compelling than kind this of, one. Yeah. I thought, yeah, yeah. So that's where I'm putting it. It's at the bottom of the list for me. Yeah, it really is. Yep. Um, just to clear this up, so Saw Five, the one that I suddenly realized. Saw five was the one with the five people. It seemed it seemed almost like a almost kind of standalone. I know that it was tied into the other ones, but it had like the chick from Dexter. Uh, oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Uh, Julie Benz. Yep. 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 Um, it had. Uh, this wasn't the Car- five... Car- Carlo Rota. He was played... five the one with the the hypodermic needles? No, that was two. That was two. No, okay. five was the one. Why was where, I thinking she was in that pit? Five was the one where, like, uh, they find out by the end of the movie where uh, there was five of them to begin with. They find out at the end of the movie 
that if they had all just worked together, they all would have survived. They would have all survived. Yep. Like there was the bathtub yep. where yep. they had to take an electric shock. There was one where it was like if they had all just packed into the. I like that movie. Actually. I like that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I liked it too. Yeah. So Saw Six was the one with the insurance guy. Okay. And then you had Saw Seven, which was 3D. Yep. I think 3D was the first one that let me down. I think so too. I I still like 3D. Yeah. It was the first one that let me down. Yeah. Jigsaw was just kind of whatever. It was fine. It was a fine movie. It didn't really add anything to the story either. I, but I, I would liked say it Jigsaw, more than like if like if this, this one, one was at the bottom, Jigsaw is probably I agree number nine. Yep. And then followed by 3D, followed by Spiral probably, and then the rest of them in whatever order. We should do just next week as a correction. We'll think about it, and then Ooh, we'll come God. back. We'll come back as a correction and actually give our rankings for the Saw movies. Okay. okay. How about that? Yeah, I'm into it. That sound good to you? Yeah, I'm into it. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's Saw X. Yeah. I'm going to rewatch it at some point. Sure. It um, comes out on VOD today and physical today. Yeah. So I'm going to rewatch it, see if there's something I was missing about it. Like, see if there's something you more were. to it that I just wasn't picking up on. I don't think so, though. I just no, think, I don't, I don't think so. Either. I think they tried to do, it's like, <clears throat> it's almost like an origin story kind of deal, but like, not good. <laughs> But not really an origin story because, you know, he had already been added. Um, Ooh, a John Kramer orgy story. Oh, see, now that I'd be into. <laughs> Fuck my cancer out of me. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Uh, it's worth a try, though. I mean, why not, right? Why not? Um, um, yeah, I don't yep. know, dude. I uh, Do I think you should still go watch it? Absolutely. Sure. And let us know what you think. Um, but, yeah. Not uh, not great. Yep. Uh, that was uh, that's X. That's X. That's X. Uh, next week is the week of Halloween. Yeah, we got a very special treat for you. If uh, this doesn't give away, and no tricks. No <laughs> tricks. No tricks. If this doesn't give it away, then that? I then I don't know what to tell you. Um, and then uh, the Halloween hangover will be the continuation of that. Yes. So that's your. That's your treat for the week. You're doing a lot of flourishes with your hands right now, and That's I, it. it's it's doing it for That's me. That's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Uh, until next week, if you would like to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast. You can also find us on X at the Buzzkill PC. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC because that still works. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, this week. Go tell your local Hispanic person. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> go, go find your local Hispanic. There's only one. <laughs> Jesus, dude. That's not what I meant. <laughs> that is not what I meant at all. Uh, I'm just saying this, this movie took place in Mexico. So you go know. go find your local charlatan and. Uh, <laughs> And and tell them to listen to the podcast. Sure. Let us know what they think. Sure. I'm not editing that out because it's funny. Oh no, you shouldn't. Um <laughs> I said earlier in the podcast, are we are we a little racist? No. We might be. No. <laughs> All right. We will see you next week. Michael. James. Good seeing you, bud. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Have a good night. Cheers. See ya.